it's back, bigger and better than ever. The Alamo City Comic Con, in its fourth year, quickly became the largest pop culture convention in the Southwest, bringing back more top-tier celebrity movie and TV stars, more of the very best comic book artists, cosplay, and more merchandise, photo ops, and unique collectibles than ever. Special VIP packages available. Buy tickets now before they sell out. Alamo City Comic Con, October 28th through the 30th at the Henry B. Gonzalez Convention Center. For info and tickets, go to alamocitycomiccon.com. This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Res Decibels of Sargentanis, Jinx McNinja of Sargentanis, and Celio Riverwind of Sargentanis. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. And by Alamo City Comic Con, October 28th through the 30th at the Henry B. Gonzalez Convention Center in sunny San Antonio, Texas. Alamo City Comic Con celebrates the artists that entertain us through TV, movies, comics, gaming, and cosplay. For more info, including badge prices, celebrity guests, hotel accommodations, and more, visit alamocitycomiccon.com. I don't get it. Ascalia. Holy shit, totally forgot about him. And Mika. Oh my god. LimitBreakRadio.com Five, four, three, two, one! Welcome to Limit Break Radio, episode number 85 we are freshly back from Fan Fest. Well, we've had about a week. Actually. It's still fresh. Yeah. I'm a little over fresh. Uh, thanks for joining us here live at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. Glad to have you along on this uh, bit of a flipped around schedule this Sunday. Yeah, we're, we're flip floppers today. That's right. We appreciate you guys uh, hanging through our... Uh, our, our, our scheduling But the thing is Is that uh, Kahlo and Nika Were both unavailable Earlier in the day When we would normally be doing Limit Break Radio uh, So we had to We had to move that in, in favor of having A better discussion And having everyone Most everyone present That was out at FanFest Right, oh, right, pops. Yeah, yeah, pops isn't here. He's he's still feeling a little bit under the weather. He's which, a little bit older. Takes a little longer for Con Plague to subside. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> it's true. It's true. No, I, I'm the one that caught the Con Plague. Uh, oh so yeah, now. it's all about you, Nika. <laughs> it yeah. is true. We're talking about pops right now, Nika. Hold yourself. Yeah, with pops, it's just aging. Come on, guys. Yeah, I mean, you've had a perpetual cold for like a month. I feel like. Well, that's what happens when you get to be 80. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so it, we we hope that Pops feels better uh, and uh, that he comes back soon. But Because we're really thirsty. Yeah, and, yeah 
I know. We run out of we run out of <laughs> more drinks thirsty a lot. than Kahlo even. I know. No one is thirstier than Kahlo. <laughs> That's fair. Anyway, uh, so we want to talk about Fan Fest today, uh, and especially we want to be a place to let you talk about Fan Fest. Of course, you've heard us talk for now two solid episodes about all of the uh, Stormblood announcements and everything uh, that happened out at Fan Fest. But the thing is, is that we want to hear from everyone that wasn't out at FanFest uh, what you thought about the Stormblood announcement. So, we, we, you know, we've got uh, we've got some behind-the-scenes stories. We've got some stories from the after-party to share. But, of course, we are live from ARZ. Let's kick it on over to our ARZ studios. Uh, box. Yeah, Box. Box. <laughs> I love you, Box. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what's happened to this iCam, but it seems to be broken broken it's yeah sometimes well, it's i don't know really what happened to it sometimes it's a really good box okay i guess so not as many panties and upskirt shots uh no less of those in way more like backs of chairs and uh, we got uh footage of fem anero getting head or giving head to male anero yeah oh, we did i have a feeling we're gonna see that again now because you mentioned it good job thank you you speak and now it is you're welcome daddy oh god do i make you proud no you don't punish me later I, the- oh oh god <laughs> stop. anyway uh I'm quivering with excitement stop no, <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't, no. I like your oh. this. Impressive. I, I like the look on your face is just really You're just so it's excited. Ups, it's upsetting. Anyway, uh, we want to <laughs> we want to get all of our excitement all over your face. I'm coming! I'm coming! <laughs> he knew what he was doing. You could tell he knew where that was going. God damn it. Anyway, uh, I love the smell of queef in the morning. God, let's do it. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, we're back. Yeah, great. Chuck's ass drops again. I forgot about that. Yeah, I, I, I gotta say, I, 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 listening back to the coverage, I, I noticed how little Juxta actually spoke on the cover. He did none, none of the interviewing. I was microphone guy. Oh, for. God, great. You're welcome. That's why everything sounded Well, I didn't I didn't hold the microphone, I just held the box. And I altered the 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 volume And now we series. now we know why boxes are so important to Juxta. Are they not to you? Well, I don't know. Look at how many boxes are in this room right now. Here's a box right there and a heavy box here. Tiny camera oh my boxes. God, and there's your head. Great. Yeah, <laughs> and there it is. Anyway, uh, thanks for joining us here live at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. I do want to welcome in our uh, special guest for this episode. Escalia? No. Hey. Kahlo? <laughs> no. Well, Kahlo, yeah. Kahlo, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it is kind of special that I'm he's here. here. I know. Welcome. welcome Good job. <laughs> Slow clap. All we had to do was do the episode five hours late. Yeah. <laughs> thanks hey, for that. I've been here hour ago an hour ago just one Great. singular awesome Ugh, idiot anyway uh i want to join uh, i want to welcome in our guest uh prince clary prince what's going on man chill man chill man chill man so happy to be here thanks for uh hanging out so okay uh 
just a real quick explanation. Prince, you did not go out to FanFest. No, unfortunately, I couldn't go out. But uh, so we brought home. you. So we brought you here to have somebody to rub it in for. Like <laughs> we needed. Cool. Yeah, we needed somebody to like lord it over. Yeah, well, and, it's and all even good. even if Pops was able to make it, he was able to go out to FanFest. So we just needed someone to brag to. Well, he wasn't at FanFest, but if you were at the after party, you may have heard his voice at FanFest. That's yes, true, indeed. <laughs> he was there for a while before he was old and then he went to sleep anyway uh so did he really i, I don't know when did he when did he tap out and at the after party i don't remember who uh pops oh i, oh, no. I was talking he's, about he's talking about Prince. oh you about also Clarence may have heard him very briefly at the at fan fest at the after party that's true yeah well we're we're gonna get to that here in a, in a second but yeah no well you didn't hear pops at all in our coverage but you probably you know <laughs> he, he was in the background somewhere at the after party he was breathing yeah don't can, worry can we he left that? can he, we get a picture of pops at fan fest did anyone actually see him yeah, yeah I oh got, yeah I, I got pictures with him yeah okay with yeah. him and his lovely wife that's right yeah they were there i remember them being there but it's kind of like the berenstain bears where you never remember it quite right what it's the berenstain <laughs> bears and everyone thinks it's berenstain why do you even bother living i what i don't even know what Am I not getting the reference? What the? No, f- I don't get it either. Okay, this, all right. That's all right. just a really great Juxta joke. Great, good job, Juxta. <laughs> wow. Put the. Go Escalia. I I thought everyone knew about that, but okay. Who the hell said you could hang out with us? <laughs> <laughs> just pumping the brakes on the whole Ooh. episode there. Taking all the wind out of the sails. Letting Escalia know he's not funny. Thanks. You're fired. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. I was You're saying welcome. that for Skuro, but you know what? It's mm. applicable here. Well, it may be applicable in both instances. Anyway, uh, so, it, uh, but the real reason that uh, we have uh, Prince here is uh, because, yeah, if if you were lucky enough to be one of the, we're going to ballpark it, 350 people that rolled through the after party at FanFest, then you were treated to an exclusive. We've been talking about our quote-unquote new show. <gasps> now, we've been we've been making references to it yes. now for a couple of weeks and at the after party, you got to hear the premiere of the demo. And we're not going to play it. No, we're not we're not going to play it. We're not allowed no. to. Not yet. Not yet. It was that. That's a fan fest exclusive, <gasps> right? Ooh. Gated content. What? But the thing is, is <laughs> the thing is that a couple of people did notice. Like, hey, the the uh, I noticed that the voices were different. That there was someone in there that I didn't recognize, and that is Prince. Prince is uh, the one of the new hosts for our new show. Shit, yeah! So, yeah, 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 yeah. So we're excited to have him here to be able to introduce you guys to, to Prince and have you get to know him. Uh, now, I, before the show, you had mentioned that you were thinking about, like, maybe 
possibly changing your name which yeah. which uh, would it be like the artist formerly known no, as prince, prince. <laughs> oh my god so wow god damn <laughs> you just tried to snipe that <laughs> it was so obvious i was working a way to get that one in. i yeah i figured yeah. i was yeah, yeah we yeah. were racing <laughs> to it yeah. to be honest yeah and then i and i set the fucking joke <laughs> up and then he tries to snipe the punchline shut up you little weasel you you need to at least do the work to do the fucking setup, you dick. So predictable. Oh, you're the worst. <laughs> Jepsta, sorry, not worry. sorry. I still think you're the most beautiful girl in the world. Oh, thank. Wait, what? That, that's a Prince song. Uh, oh, oh. Wait. <laughs> Double fail. He does songs. <laughs> I thought he was like a like a pianist, like an art a pianist. A pianist. <laughs> Do you see what do you see what I have to put up with? What the fuck is this? A paintist. Oh my god. This is the man who can't get a prediction wrong in FF14. That's the sad part. He's a goddamn idiot savant. What the fuck is happening? Thank you. Uh, Asshole. The time on the post show when he thought that Kubrick was Kaepernick. Oh my god. Oh my god. You fucking kidding me. <laughs> no. no, we're not. No, I that happened. No, no. By the way, is it, it? I mean, I know that we've been taking predictions on what the new jobs are going to be. Is Paintist your prediction? Yes, Paintist. <laughs> Paintist. You stupid <laughs> motherfucker. You use the skill that crashes the game. Yeah. <laughs> Only if they're invisible. Rydia trains you. <laughs> God damn it. If you use it on a ninja in PvP while they're stealthed, it all goes downhill from there. So, uh, anyway, Prince, thank you for uh, hanging out. We were also, here's the other thing. We were also kind of hoping to use you for your lore book, too. That was the other. Yeah, so we'll get into that later, but... But you, yeah, I've oh, noticed that guys. there's no lore. lore yeah, book. We're, yeah, yeah, where's the lore book? We don't need. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we need to have a conversation about. Yeah, that. yeah, we'll have that conversation. God damn it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I, guys, I stole it. Did you? I don't, yeah. Can you my lore book now? Can you read part of it for us? Yes. What would you like to know about? Uh, I would like to know about Garuda. Okay. Uh, well, Garuda is summoned by the Ixali when they get scared and they want to be protected. They have to use crystals. <laughs> She's green, and uh, she is with the howling eye. We are we are getting the book report from a book that was not read right now. <laughs> Look, am, am I wrong? Are any of those things incorrect, Escalia? <laughs> he knows about Garuda. You know about Garuda. Everybody knows about Garuda. Okay, <laughs> Treasure grab her by the pussy and just get on with it. <laughs> Treasure Island's a book about an island with some treasure on it and uh, oh, some pirates. Uh, God, how about uh, can you can you read the uh, the the part about uh, Merylweb? Is that possible? Could you tell us about Merylweb? Oh, you mean the Merylweb? Blue the Mithra lady, right? Yeah, that that one. She's totally a Mithra. Lorbo <laughs> <laughs> confirms. <laughs> no, what about you know, her? I, I'm, I, I would rather you guys just read it yourself because it's some really good stuff. So you guys should definitely look into. No, 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 no! Come on! I mean, we're yeah. we're halfway into this bit. Don't let it tailspin out now. I'd like to know. I'd like to know about the East Shroud. It's up on the East Shroud. Yeah, it's on the east side of the Black Shroud. <laughs> Smart ass. <laughs> right. So uh -huh. what's, what's and you go? You get there to go tell me. You, he doesn't need your help, Nika. <laughs> He's got I know, the book. I know that the teacher part yeah. of you is just jumping in to try to help <laughs> save him, but it don't. 
You know, you know what? Mo, I feel bad for said. him. You guys you know, are being. I don't know why it. you would. I have no idea. Really? <laughs> Seriously? Why I, would you? Believe it or not, don't hate Keller. I don't. I don't think you hate him, but as, as much shit as he gives you on a regular basis, Kidding. I don't think that you would just not I, I step in on his behalf. Stuff. Like just. He's making a tr- perfectly good train wreck himself. He doesn't need help being stopped. This reminds me of a of a quote by Merrill Webb, which is actually right here in the lore book. Oh, good. <laughs> Victory is a far-flung shore. Mark the skies, abide the tide, trust your crew, and she will be yours. She said that. Did you Google that? I did not. I... Aorzia encyclopedia it. I don't think he did. That's yeah, a lie. Yeah. Did you Google nice. it? <laughs> I Googled it. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Square Enix made that joke first. Well, so. that just happened. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Are we done watching or listening to Kahlo flounder about? Yeah, that shit hurt. Man. Yeah. I, I don't know. It was kind of fun to, to, to listen to him strain. It was fun, but I don't want to clownfish him anymore. So let's just let's move on with it. Okay. All right. So uh, let's check out what's going on in FF14 News. This is a limit breaking news update. So in FF14 News, we are in a bit of a holding pattern in terms of waiting for the next Fan Fest. I'm pretty sure that Square Enix is going to be pretty goddamn quiet between now and uh, the next Fan Fest in December. Uh, I mean, we'll get. Uh, there's, there's an update. We should get an update somewhere in there. Right? November one, November first. That's yeah, November three point four five. That's right. Yep. Do we know what we're getting in that? Uh, uh, we're how, getting deep uh, dungeon, deep dungeon and relic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. So, uh, well, that's that's really all we should expect to hear about between now and then, and then of course. It'll be a straight shot to uh, FanFest in Japan, which is, of course, Christmas Eve. goddamn Christmas. <sighs> we were actually, we were, sitting on a, we were sitting around before the show trying to figure out how we were going to do our coverage, and there's pretty much no way to do this without going live on Christmas Day somehow. Which yeah, it's awesome. literally- Christmas Day is Saturday. No, it's Sunday. Oh, Nico. Isn't it? Really? No, it it's Saturday. Let me see. Nico. Great. I'm Good glad sport. we're spending time now on the air figuring well, it this Sunday. out. It is Sunday. Good. Oh, wow. I could have sworn it was Saturday. I was like planning my whole We trip. spent like four hours planning this out. But Seriously. No, Nico, no go ahead. Saturday. Saturday. What's, what's your plan, Nico? I could I was trying to plan my trip to Michigan, and I could have sworn that it was on Saturday. Well, yeah. I'm glad that you looked, because it's definitely not. Anyway. Yeah, that wasn't Either way, I'll be, I'll be here. I don't like my family. Fuck those guys. Like so family. You're some yeah. kind of moron, you know that? <laughs> <laughs> that was to Nico. So, uh, yeah, we're figuring out how to do our uh, Tokyo Fan Fest coverage. We'll, of course, be live here probably... Probably on Sunday, maybe a different time, but probably on Sunday. We'll figure something out. We'll definitely, yeah, stay tuned to the Limit Break Radio website as soon as we figure it out. We'll uh, let you guys know. Uh, so, anyway, let's talk about Fan Fest merchandise. Specifically, <laughs> do we have to? Yes, we do. Because, first of all, that line was out of control. That was ridiculous. I would call that the weeping city of merch. You wouldn't be the first. It 
I'm the first. Hashtag it. Good job. Chuck's the first. Good job. Uh, That line, you pretty much needed to devote an entire day if you wanted to get the exact merch that you want. Because we even had, had friends that went through the merch line, and by the time they went through, the book was gone. Yeah, I was like up in that front queue because there was a huge line that wrapped like all the way around the entire like area. Yeah, I was up in like the final queue, like four turns from the front when the book sold out. Wow, so wow! I, ha- I had the order form in my hand and it already checked off a book on it, and I was so mad. I had to cross it out and cry. Uh, it, it, it so the long way. That's the long way of saying that none of us got a book. Uh, nope. nope, definitely didn't. I got a pin. I didn't bother to go through the merch line. I did not. I don't have that kind of constitution. I don't have that kind of patience. I tweeted out, will someone get me a pin? And Yuki Fullbuster did. Oh, well, that's, say, that's the way to do it. Yeah. Is to get one of our minions to do it. That's what me and uh, Juxta did. Yeah. Thank you, Ryoku. Even but a book for one person only and everybody wanted a book. Yeah, yeah even even pulling all our strings, there, we couldn't get a book out there. Uh, and God damn, do I really want this book? So it went, yeah, on, sa- it. It, it went on sale. It went on sale online. Monday. Uh, it, so, uh, Prince, I understand that's how you picked up yours, yeah. which is an impressive feat in and of itself because that sold out in like 10 minutes yeah yeah so what it was first of all a madhouse i was following the reddit at the time and you know the link went up and pretty much if you were on the page you had to be constantly hitting f5 around i want to say 10 20 or excuse me or whatever time it was yeah that sounds about right yeah around 10 20 eastern and you just kept refreshing it popped up you got it and at first, they just sent out pre-orders, which, of course, made everybody pissed off. Then after you received a pre-order, it sent you another confirmation about, yeah, you got it and we'll be shipping today. Uh, they put out on Twitter, we're shipping the lore books today. Well, I don't have my lore book. And <laughs> I know a few people who don't have their lore book. And you had paid, well, you, and you had paid two-day shipping on that motherfucker. And too. I paid two-day shipping. So, so what's the know, point? Yeah, what's the point, you know, but I've contacted with, you know, Robot Sergio from the support team uh, at, at Squeenix, and uh, I guess it's supposed to be here on Tuesday, which still doesn't make sense because it shipped Thursday? No, you Wednesday? You geeks are so gullible. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah, so Great. they got me, but I'll get it, and by the next time... Uh, you guys hear my voice. We'll probably can go a little deeper into it. Well, here's here's really kind of like the the seedy underbelly of this is. Have you guys gone to eBay? Oh god, it's so oh. bad. It's, it's horrible. It's this, horrible. I can't believe the prices that people like two thousand dollars or whatever are not, like that. What they're posting it for and what people are paying for it. Such I've, promising entrepreneurs. Oh. I know. Good job, guys. I've seen upwards of nine hundred dollars from those scumbags. That Screw the rules. I have money. <laughs> that is really just a real scumbaggy move. That's a real scumbaggy move. I mean, I, dude, I want this book. I want it. I want it very, very badly. But you know what? Let me just say to anyone who's thinking about dropping four hundred. Five hundred, six hundred dollars. Don't do that. No, because they're going to have more. Like they have a wait list. I'm on the wait list, and they said as soon as the stock's available, they're going to mass email everybody, and you can get one. Like it's not worth it. What you're supporting by spending your money with that is you're supporting basically scalping. 
Mm-hmm. And that's uh-huh. that's bullshit. So I'm looking on it right now, and the top the top offer uh, is uh, six hundred bucks. Allegedly, this is a fan festival book. So oh, don't good. don't fucking don't <laughs> do that. Increased exclusivity. To don't it. don't do that. Guys, the people that you're supporting by buying these are the same people who buy up like seven houses when the yeah. rewards come out and then sell them back for double. Yeah, like Square Enix gets no games. money from you paying $600 and that money is going to go towards making more lore books and other cool things that we actually want. And so paying, you know, 600 bucks to someone who spent 50 is like... Wh- wh- Funds terrorism. That's what it does. <laughs> you buy this yeah. book, you're funding terrorism. You know, Square Enix can't come out and call these people sleazy douchebag fuckwads, but... We can. Yeah. It is that is definitely a super sleazeball move. Stealing makes everything better. It's all like Oh, 243. I'm gonna buy that one. The the fact that like, <laughs> Yeah, that, that's below that, that that's below what a Nero said on Limit Break Radio. That's acceptable, that, that's right? That's a good price. Yeah, there we go. Uh no, that's fucking retarded, man. Don't do that to yourself and don't let it go like that's artificial inflation because, as Nika has already pointed out, there's going to be more printed. But there's that's going to be in the future, and that's later. And I need listen, it now. Listen, I, what about? I don't, it's not going to be that much. Like they've already put out an official word, like on Twitter, saying that yeah. we can't believe how fast it sold out. Don't worry, there will be more stock. Yeah, like, yeah. Just, just wait. Just but wait. listen, that's not right now. What about all of us on Balmung who must RP? We must fit. There's only ten dragoons. How can I RP now? Here's okay. AIDS. But we already knew that. There's technically only like one black mage or two black mages. There's only two. one white mage in the yeah. entire. Yeah. There's like two. No, there. No, I don't know. Maybe three. I wasn't like that's really always been attention. known. So people who RP, I didn't even think like took it that seriously but okay well, oh you're not on Balmer <laughs> <laughs> no I mean like Sierra obviously but like if you're role playing a dragoon or a white mage or a black mage like everybody knows that there's only a couple of those yeah. so if you're RPing those you're already kind of like expanding your imagination of the lore anyway oh the butt so. the, the butt hurt about there only being like a squad of eight dragoons is really hilarious but look here's the thing I, I, I've got an idea okay at least until you know it's it's widely available. I think it would be fun to maybe read do fire fire you know fireside readings from the encyclopedia <laughs> encyclopedia Eorzea. And uh, obviously, I can't do it because I can't say words. Oh, it's in the works. Oh, oh, is that right? Is I'm that buy right? Myself like a nice little like sweater vest and get like an ascot. And he's I, gonna I, read Garuda. And- She's green. Yeah, that's right. Shuxta grabs her by the pussy. <laughs> How else do you feel? Defeat her. Oh, God. Are you going to have a fern? You, you know what? You've I might have, have to get a fern. You're going to have to get a that's fern. That's right. What kind of fireside reading would it be without a fern? Can the, oh, can the fern be in the fire? Uh, no, 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 no. We're not, not going to put the fern in the fire. Please. Uh, because it's going to be fake and you shouldn't burn plastic in a house. No, you should not. Can we burn it outside? Uh, th- we don't have a fireplace outside. So we have a floor. The side. Co- I have a book. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> that guy. Thanks, thanks, Ryuichi. That was a really great contribution. To- God damn it. Oh hey, right. The least you could have done is given us enough money to buy one off eBay. Come on. <laughs> God damn so it. it. Uh, like. That's all that it's like. That's all that the message. I have, I have a, a book. 
And, and yes, honestly, you do. The only, this is really the only time that that statement can ever really elicit that reaction. Let's <laughs> just, just saying. Uh, and, and, and oh, no, so I have a book. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what he was saying. He's like, well, when am I ever going to get to say this you again? You know what? Yeah. Yeah. He's actually very talented. Good job, Ryuichi. <laughs> Uh, look, the one the one caveat to doing this bit is that we we don't uh, unlike Ryuichi, we don't we don't have, we a, don't book. have a book. We don't have a book. <laughs> yes, oh fuck everything. So uh, we're gonna figure out how to get a book, uh, and as soon as we do, we're gonna this out of a job. That's, that's right. Well, listen. So it. If Square Enix does what they're supposed to do, I'll have mine by Tuesday, and we can do our little fireside readings. Oh, oh good. All right, we got oh, a man. Oh, we got an inside man here. Got it. Got it. All right. It. Yeah, that's that's the thing is that we got we got to put Ethis out of a job. We met him out at Fan Fest. <laughs> we turns the out, fuck out of him. Turns out he's a, actually a big dick. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> Which is why we get along so great. <laughs> that that one was for all the slams on the fucking roast Ethis. God damn it! Uh, I think no, Ethis still came out ahead on that. Yeah, no, yes. I think he, yeah, he still won. Uh, no, Ethis was awesome to meet and hang out with at Fan Fest. Uh, anyway, yeah, but he didn't lick you. No, he. Nope. Two people in my FC have books. I'm donating to help you guys get books. Great. You're All the right. best Thanks, person Mackie. ever. No, thank you for the donation, but you really should have just said, I, two people in my free company have books. And just end it. <laughs> it's just, I yeah. want to see how many donations we can get that just say, like, All books. donations for the rest okay, of the, the show. Yes. If you have a book, donate. <laughs> they, all donations for the rest of the show have to be book related yeah. <laughs> not just we don't even it, if you don't have one just yeah, make a book. well it doesn't have to be necessarily the encyclopedia aorzia no, if you have any book if you have any book we encourage you to donate to limit break radio <laughs> this is a really great idea guys <laughs> you guys know what the sad thing is we're still not going to get as many donations as Scott to Evis giving has a book <laughs> we know that Ethis has a book of course he has a book Still not going to equal the number of donations we got to get Escalia a pair of tits. Yeah, my boob fund is winning. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's just sad. It's sad because it's true. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we'll we'll figure out how to do that, that segment. Uh, Stick it great. to me, daddy. Hashtag get book. Also, yes. Fun little fact, the code word to get a sticker from a Nero at FanFest yeah. was Stick It To Me Daddy. <sighs> Bam! Some of the best moments of that convention. How'd, uh, how'd that work out for you, Annie? Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> Were you sticky you. afterwards? Uh, I, I got a little boner every time it happened. <laughs> Just a little one. I heard Yoshi whispered it in your ear. He didn't. <laughs> he, But he, he did... Like he did shake my hand a little bit too tightly, and <laughs> and, and and looked me in the eye for a little. And I and the thing is, is I I, I totally I I don't I broke I know gaze. A guy I totally. Who knows a guy who is friends with a guy who has a dog that once pooped on a. Book. <laughs> <laughs> Did she read it like that? Once pooped on a on a book. book. Great. <laughs> cool. Thanks for that th- story, Thor. Uh yeah no he uh he was like no he was really cool and uh, I gave him a sticker and I I don't 
He, was like, oh, and he probably threw it away at the nearest trash receptacle. Yeah, probably. Um, so, but I did get my picture with uh, Yoshi P this year. Yeah, that, that didn't happen two years ago, but it did happen this year. Nika, it sounds I, like you didn't. No, I totally missed him and Koji Fox. Aww. But I got Soken, and Soken was hilarious even taking photos with him. I love that man. I still have not met Soken. I really want to meet oh him because he's great. But yeah. We were standing there, and I had my big bag because I just got out of the merch line, and he looks at it, and he goes, Hmm. And he like opens my bag, takes out my fat cat, and punches him, and then looks at the camera. Good. <laughs> I, have, I have two different pictures of me and Soken, and then with our raid group in Soken. And my first one, he's punching my fat cat, and my second one, he's punching my delivery mogul. Good. I, I don't. I don't understand. Soken hates fat cat. Confirmed. Good. But but then afterwards, he like spent like a minute on both of my plushies, like squishing the face, like squish squish, and then he went to the other side, squish squish. Like I don't know if he was trying to like poof the faces out or if he thought they were like flat, but he just sat there and squished the face over and over again. It was Soken's really, my favorite. Really weird. <laughs> Uh, he's so funny. His 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 uh, Amdapur with the with the box uh, routine was really really good. Oh god, yeah. Uh, oh god, I have all the videos. I need to set like upload those somewhere. It was so confusing in the audience trying to figure out. So what you oh, you got it. Oh sweet Jesus! Wow, that was a good one, Juxta. Damn. Thank you. That was really loud. Jeez. Yeah, it was loud. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, where were we? <laughs> Something about it was very confusing. Buy a Scalia book about boobs. <laughs> Queer. Yeah, very confusing. Just watching him set that up on the stage and start kicking this box randomly. Like, what the hell are you doing? And then when he started playing the music, everyone like there was a collective. Oh, in the yeah. audience. Yeah. Uh, and his little mini piano had Kawhi on it. That yes. Was really funny. That was so great. That was great. Uh, and then and then after he's done, he like grabs it and runs off stage. Uh, so uh, real quick, before we, we get really talking into FanFest proper, and again, we want to take your calls. Uh, we want to know what your reaction to Stormblood is. Uh, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. If you want to call in on Discord, uh, All Saints Wake has started. Uh, that's going to be active through till uh, Tuesday, November 1st at uh, 1459 GMT. I've heard great event. Really good things about this. Great yep. event. Please look forward to Simply Juxta. Wait. Oh, we're talking about All Saints Week? Yes. yes. How did I miss that? I was prepared for it, and then I started typing, and then I completely tuned out. No, this is actually really... Anira, if you do any event ever do this one yeah, yeah look this is really? the event to do okay. it's good well, it's, it's really good sell me this, this just sell, okay uh, let's let's just say let's just say i'm a skeptic sell me on it all right this event gives me more hope than all of 3.0 put together it's like legit what 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 this is what sky to should have no, been this is like this legit nizel isle but it's nizel isle it's nizel isle with halloween objectives yeah there's lamps that you have to, or pumpkin lanterns that you have to click on, maybe in a certain, or no, not in a certain order. For, but. For, before you even get that far, oh. the whole thing is is site-based aggro. So, okay. and, and everybody's like and level And you can turn one. into a pumpkin if you get caught. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're anti-selling it on Nero. <laughs> we're Stop trying to sell it. a Nero here. Yeah, we're trying to sell it. don't talk. <laughs> 
All right, so th- there's one of six different objectives that you get, and which one ever you get is random each time you go through it. You get uh, you have to go through it three times. Right. Uh, one of them is stand on circles, one circle per person. When you stand them all, you win. There's also find uh, find six pumpkins somewhere in the house. Click on them. Then it's find the coals, and then. Uh, yeah, light the lanterns light with the, the coals. Mm-hmm. Huh. There's a find the five clues for the number password. That one was great. Out loud mm-hmm. to the treasure chest. That one was great. And there's, there's also uh, find a clue, and it tells you uh, which pumpkin that's in every single room. Which room has the real pumpkin? Yeah. It seems like just like there's a, the one where you have to throw like smoke bombs at them and find which one's real and which one's fake. Seems yeah. like a bit of like just like an old school quest structure. Yeah, yeah, and like, and it's all just kind of like a reskin uh, Hawk Manor, but it's it's really fun. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So what they do is they need to combine this event with Palace of the Dead to create like a truly random thing, and then we have Naizu Isle. Yeah, yes, basically, but better. (laughs) Okay, it's it's worth doing. It really is. I'll think. And the vest is pretty clever. And it doesn't take very long. That's a reward. You're not selling him on it. What is the vest? Is it the vampire thing it's that we saw? Yeah. It's clever. It's dumb. It's just like a. It's just a, one of the nope. glamours from Mm-mm. Golden Saucer with the vest nope. on it. Nope. With a cape. Mm-hmm. And the minion, nope. Fuck you guys. It looks nice. <laughs> the minion you get is like the baby Arimon, but it looks like a pumpkin and has a witch hat on it. That's cute. Too. You're still not singing on him. And then to a question, no, look, those are worth look, it. I understand why Prince would like it. Okay, right. but I'm not. It's fly. It's I don't think. Glamour. He, uh, I don't know. No. Mm. But it's a good event. All right. I'll, Point blank period. I'll think about it. But you guys have until uh, November 1st to uh, check that out. So yeah. if you're interested, make sure that you do it. It's better than all summer events. Summer events suck. I, I, I'm not. I'm, honestly, I'm not really into the 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 holiday events at all. I've, oh, really? There's none of them. Yeah, no. None wow. of them. Sure? Done. Not the red cock helmet is and you're gonna do a summer event okay no i'd do the right i would do the right if it was the throbbing red cock like i would absolutely i'd be in for that if koji if koji has its way it will be yeah hopefully anyway uh so let's talk about fan fest 2016 of course we had a great time out there you heard all about our immediate reactions to the Stormblood trailer to the keynote speech there was uh a lot of information we got confirmation that Stormblood is going to have a similar structure to heaven's word uh so for those of us who were hoping for a radical deviation from what we've been receiving it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case but we did get some indication of some new things that we'll be seeing with Stormblood as well as also all of that trailer to dissect and I can't wait to see the full uh, you know extended cut of that trailer because as Yoshi P said that's actually a much much longer trailer uh, that we have to see the entirety of so that's really exciting I can't wait to check that out I'm sure that'll come at uh, a bit of a, a later date probably at one of the other fan fests but we of course want to hear from you uh, there was a lot of announcements of that of course impact the future development of this game and of course, you can call in and let us know your thoughts. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. You can also, uh, if you were out at FanFest, if uh, you went to the after party, you can uh, let us know what you thought. Did you have a good time? Uh, did you enjoy FanFest all around? Uh, we want to hear from you again at Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810 810- 
515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Let's start off and go to our phone lines and talk to Fate and Daris of the Genova server. What's up, Fate? Oh, doing great. How you guys doing over there? Uh, we, doing wonderful. We are Chilling, awesome. Man. We are awesome. So, uh, what's up? What do you want to talk about today? Let me tell you, I went to that FanFest after party and it was really amazing it was really great free drinks uh forty dollar cover for that that's not all the that's babes. not free <laughs> it's unlimited unlimited but not free yeah I got unlimited sorry my brain wasn't thinking it was yeah it was free for us don't worry yeah <laughs> unlimited forty dollar cover for that and then you know you got the dancing babes and that was great and oh and the whole like friday was just the antithesis of the whole event for me uh you know you got the announcement trailer you got the after party you got um uh the whole orchestra style concert with susan um w- I'm sorry, my brain. Yeah, Susan (laughs) Calloway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Susan Calloway. Yeah. It it was just such, like, after I came back, I was just so out of it. And, you know, I I couldn't really think for a few days. Oh, yeah. You uh, you definitely get that post-con, like, joy hangover. Depression. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Crippling depression. That's right. Yeah. I have to go back to real life. I know, right? Like, it was really hard to go back to work, like, the very next day and, like, try to concentrate. Has other people been to quitting? <laughs> uh, because, I don't know. My job's actually, my job's pretty pretty rad. So I actually uh, like my job. Like like the people are real fun and stuff. But after going to Vegas all weekend and hanging out with you guys and like you know kind of getting paid for this type of stuff, I just go to work and I'm like, fuck this. I, yeah, it is really hard to take uh, anything else terribly seriously. But I mean, like, yeah, it really was a fantastic weekend. Uh, we appreciate you coming out to uh, the after party. Uh, the after party was insane. Let's. I mean, I, I guess that's a good good enough place to to start. Is any we don't. I guess we don't yeah. have to go in chronological order. We can just kind of jump around. <laughs> Wouldn't we, that we, be a challenge? <laughs> yeah. Well, right. We'll just we'll just go wherever the memories take us because they're in random order anyway. Take uh, off your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I remember. So uh, the after party was awesome. Uh, we had like 350 people roll through the Rock House. Uh, by the way, huge shout out to the Rock House, which was a awesome place to have a party. It really was. Super props to Kooky for finding it. Yeah. Kooky did all of the legwork for that after party. I mean, everything. Uh, you know, I, I, I know that a lot of people were thanking me throughout the night. Yeah. But really, the, all, all the credit goes to Kooky because she d- did a dynamite job setting that all up. The Kooky credit. So we I mean, I, I think, I, you know, some of the, it was really great. Like, I. I really wanted to I wish I could have talked to more people. That's really my thing is I wish I could have spent longer talking to everyone. And it it always sort of felt like even if I was having a great conversation, there was someone sort of like grabbing you and like, yeah, like, like way. Wait, waiting to like have a picture taken or something. And then I'd have to, you know, switch gears and 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 talk to them. And and it's like, God, can we just like sit down and like have a conversation? Oh, man. God, if I, 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 yeah. But I, I mean, like the, the thing is, is I wish like mi- I could just like stretch minutes out and just like yes. make that last the, those moments last longer. You want to give an hour to everyone yes. who comes up to talk to you. Exactly. Exactly. And you just you can't you 
you wish that you could, but you can't. And it was amazing getting to know everyone, getting uh, introduced to everyone, you know, everyone who came out to the after party. We had some really cool people come out to the after party. Like, uh, we're not, none of us are terribly cool people. Speak we, for yourself. We, we're, we're, what? We're we, all cool. We, no, we're Me not. Me and Kyle are the coolest. Shut up. No, we're not. I'm so rad. Uh, Susan it, thinks we're cool. So it was, but it was. <laughs> Susan's yeah. not very smart, I guess. <laughs> but, but. Uh, <laughs> we. Damn. Damn. Dude, that was Turn his mic off. That was cold. Yeah, you get muted. I hope she's not watching right now and she's like, I thought they liked me. <laughs> we do like you, Susan. We're just not cool. No, we. I, I like that's the. Th- I, we're not. I don't. I don't consider myself a cool person. I don't consider any of you cool people either. <laughs> just so you know, just the so, truth comes Just so out. you know where you stand in my book. I'm. I, let me. Let's. You let's, guys are all lame. Let me just uh, say for Prince. Prince is just uh, eternally cool because of course Prince. I don't know if Prince was duh. cool. He'd have lore book. Eat a dick. <laughs> so so look. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm definitely the coolest out of all of you, and oh. I'm not cool at all. Boo. That's the hierarchy, Boo. just so you know. Anyway, no, but it, it was really flattering to have 350 people come out and sort of like validate the thing that we do on the weekends. Like, that's really amazing. And like, it was validating not just personally, but professionally, too. Uh, and, you know, like, it's just, it, I, 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 you know, having Susan Calloway show up, having before we did, yeah, before we did even, I was there. Uh, yeah, we we had uh, a, a couple of Square Enix employees that were hanging out. It was very cool to like feel important, even just for one <laughs> evening, right? Like, I, I am I alone in that? No, like, not I at definitely, all. I de- it, it definitely did make me feel important, and that was a very cool feeling. That that Monday morning was very much like and. And back to regular person. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well, to be fair, Scully, no, if I had thought that you were feeling important that night, I would have done my best to rain all over your parade. Yeah, he would have yeah, like, my face. Peg. <laughs> did I do that? Yeah, you, you definitely did that. Yeah. Very much so. Oh, yeah. shit. I need to go get tested. You, you, you even said that his makeup tasted gross, which. Oh, it did. I remember. Oh, oh my God. God. I'm in full it. makeup, and you just thought, I'll lick that. He's he said <laughs> said that about worse. To be fair, he did say he wanted to kiss me first. So oh, that's weird. he kissed he kissed a lot of people on the cheek. That, that was your one chance. You realize gone forever. <laughs> I told him yes, and then he licked me now, instead. This is, this is important. As drunk as I was, ten plus drinks. Every single person I asked, I asked permission. Every person I kissed. Okay. Permission, it's important. Consent. Okay, so consent yes. for kissing, grabbing by the pussy, just go for it. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Oh, you course. knew it. Of course. So, yeah, we had a great time, and uh, we are super thankful to everyone who decided to come out and hang out with us. That was uh, that was really awesome, guys. I mean, like, really, it, it really meant a lot to us that uh, that so many of you came out and that so many of you had a good time, too. Like, that was, that was the other thing is, like, you know, you... When you go out to a party, you never really know if it's going to be that good or not. And it was a fantastic party. And we can't take all of the credit for that. We've got, you know, a lot of that goes to you guys. You guys made it a great party. So uh, thank you for coming out and being so cool, for being so respectful of the Rock House. I mean, really, like we left that place 
for a bar pretty fucking clean uh you you guys you, you guys were really respectful of all of the wait staff uh of uh of everyone out there the staff at the rock house was super super cool and super helpful uh so thank you guys for for making uh, a really awesome party uh so there is one thing that we need to apologize for okay and you guys are all gonna be really disappointed to hear about this too but uh, Juxta's action figure actually got lost at the Rock House. It did. Now, yes, it did. that's right, guys. We actually got the action figure. Now, for those of you who who don't recall or don't know, uh, several was sometime last year we got several emails right. from uh, from someone living out in California who was taking some three D modeling course and was going to make a juxta action figure that's right uh, we actually received it in the mail and thought that it would be really really cool if he opened it at fan festing is how it's, it's like our 10th anniversary it was it was fan fest so yes juxta would you like to uh, tell them about that experience well we actually have video of it oh do we we have video yeah we have video of of uh juxta opening the action figure do we, do we, it do we feels go like I'm video? dying inside yeah well, we I, I've got it pulled up on the stream here okay so uh, I think I think we just play it, right? I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. All absolutely. right, absolutely. All right, let's let's just check this out right here. So we, here's the box. You can get a feel for how good the party was too. Ju- Juxta, yeah, it actually, it, yeah. He was so excited. Hey guys, we're streaming live on Twitch. <laughs> See, the ad told me so. <laughs> There's Pops. Yeah. See, he was there. He was there. Let's focus on Pops. All right. There we go. This is me telling him what it is. Yes. Yeah. yeah, We just watched you shout juxtaposition action figure. Oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, God. There's Samus. Samus is hanging. Oh, there's, there's, there I am. Please note my Joe Never Fails PvP shirt. Yeah, that's what's important. We can't open it, it's hard. Alright. So happy looking. He's so excited to open the action figure. <laughs> and that's <laughs> that is absolutely a uh, that's a fake that face. That's a fake phallus. That's a large pink <laughs> dick right there. That's, that is a large, large pink dildo. I hate you. He's opening the... Oh, good. I'm glad that you opened it. This didn't freak out the wait staff at all. <laughs> extremely gay vibe. <laughs> Hitting each other with it. We're grown-ups, I hope you know. Idiots, what are you doing? Things, Why would you idiots. do that? <laughs> oh, good. Oh, okay. Good. I'm glad we got this on video. Yeah, everyone. Right. Yeah, right. If you think this is huge, then you should see my ego. Oh, my God. Ryan, we... It's okay. Jackson was just as bad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, kinda. All right, so there you go. There's. Oh so, yes, that was me the whole time. Juxta, how do you feel that you now that you know that there's not actually a Juxta action figure out there, and there never was? I, I'm an action figure. No, you're not. No, uh, you're not. You're a dildo. No. You know what? I'm an action I'm, figure. I'm actually pretty offended that you fooled all of us with those fucking emails. Ah, uh, that's not true. 
two people knew about it i did i knew about it really because i always figured that it was like i never ever thought the action figure would come to fruition but i still figured someone was in some graphic design class and still made a model of it nope i have a friend who actually does that kind of stuff and those pictures those screenshots he made those for me they were real modeling screenshots they were real models yeah that that was i mean there that's an impressive long con dude that's amazing yeah you're evil yeah um yep and guess what what you're next escalia oh good how do you feel about that me yeah you uh i've felt better about things <laughs> i mean like that, most that, things so 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 Juxa was supposed to pay you that forty dollars from what i make from ldr okay so you talk oh, to him about- oh oh yeah it's in the process of doing she almost bought the nine and a half inch one but that cost like eighty dollars i'm like i'm not spending that much on it you made kooky by the dildo Oh, this is the reason why, right? I had decided last minute that I wanted to do this at FanFest, and I didn't want to buy the dildo and try and take it on the plane, because, you know, at that point, <laughs> I to search my back. Yeah, yeah. just oh, yeah. out of principle, I think they sh- they they would have. Calo, you need to be real careful about threatening me next, because this chat already is starting to ship you and I together, so be careful, please. Uh. Just think twice about whatever the prank's going to be. Make sure it's so, safe. So, Juxta, you had no idea. None. Nope. No idea. Ah, uh, that's so. Did you actually? You actually thought that it was actually going to be an action figure that you were opening? Yes. Really? Why would I not think that? You You didn't think with all the shit that we pull on this show. You didn't think somewhere deep down, like, eh, this is no, a little. No, I didn't think Kahlo was either a that committed or b that intelligent. <laughs> it's Kahlo. It, it is pretty impressive. So do do I do I get the LBR prank crown? No, crown? you get to find a new place to live. <laughs> <laughs> the best part the best part was actually the day after we were driving somewhere and I looked over at him and I goes, "So like are you actually really sad you don't have an action figure?" And just this look on his face for a split second was so sincere and he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> and I've never seen him that sad before. Good. I'm glad. It's not like that Cal- makes me happy. Callow, it's I can I fully believe that you are that devious and like that smart to pull it off. It's the patience that staggers me. Yeah. Like the longest con. Yeah, he sat on that one for a while. Yeah. Definitely. Uh he also sat on the action figure for a long time too. That was in the box, I did not. <laughs> It's like, I was very careful about how I put that box back together. <laughs> you can't and, even tell. You know what the best part or the worst part is? Is I was planning on having all of us sign it, and we were going to raffle it off. Oh, that thing but is gone. Shenanigans that get lost. That is gone. So, speak. person would have put down at least $200 for that. So, okay, speaking of, uh, of drunk shenanigans. I entrusted that to our intern, Skurro. <laughs> oh, well, that would be why we don't have it. Yeah. Well, hold on. We, because we actually, he, he has it. He had it. Oh, yeah. He, he definitely had it. Yep, he I, was the last one seen with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we need to get, we actually need to get Skuro on the line for this. Oh. We, oh. Need, to, we need to tell the whole story, the whole epic story. We need on for this? Yeah. Story. Yeah, that's right. Oh, all right, let me find him. All right. Oh, We're going to give you guys the truth. That's right. The whole truth, whether or not you can handle it. So... All right. Uh, he, it, we got Skurro. Good. Uh, Skurro, hi. 
Hi. I'm not going to welcome you because you don't deserve it. You just said hi. That's a welcome. That's not. Just say his name. No, that's just an acknowledgement that he's alive. Uh, so, okay. Uh, Skuro out at FanFest. Uh, last year, I had the dubious honor of being the most drunk person at the party. And people thought this year it would be me. Y- you know what? And that's really? pretty, that's pre- well, that's pretty fair. You are the smallest of all of us. So I, if well, I was. I can handle more liquor than Juxta. This is true. If you didn't know that, if you were just looking at us and you didn't know. Yes. Yeah, you yes. had no idea what our tolerances were. I would have put my money on you. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Definitely, my money would not have been on like the Skurl half line concierge fuckhead. Yeah, like the half cow that is Scuro. <laughs> the half <laughs> half cow. Dang. I'm being nice. I'm being to be, nice. To be very clear, <laughs> the other half is a sea lion, which is a sea part lion. So he's full cow. Okay. All right. So, so Skuro has won the dr- the most drunk award. Skuro got fucking annihilated out at the after party. To the point where I was like worried that he would not be yeah. okay. What did you drink? Hang on. What did you, what did you drink? All right. I had three beers, three tequila sunrises and three Jack and Cokes. It was the tequila. What do you, it was I'm drinking sure the beer the first. What do you? What do you? Yeah. What do you guys think did it? I I, I would have thought that the that it was the tequila, but I I'm I'm thinking the Jack and Cokes at the end. You never do beer first. No. Oh yeah. No, I never do beer first. That's true. Why did you do that to yourself? That's well, your fault. I, like I always drink beer and wine. Like that's like my go-to. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. You know, it's, it's a big old party. Why not? I'll go to some hard liquor for a little Wait, bit. Wait, is this the intern? Just for a little bit, though. Yeah, yeah. And that was my mistake. Uh, <laughs> uh. Okay. Well, keep in mind, this is all of his own accord. We didn't go to him into anything. No. Yeah, no. This was before I slipped into methamphetamines. Right. Exactly. Wait, what? No. Look. Uh, that's that's the. There was no. There was no goading of Scrow. No. We, we mostly ignored him the best we could. I, as, I was planning true. on getting him sick by giving him a cement mixer, which Ooh. curdles as you drink it. Yeah. Didn't even get a chance to do that. Never even got that far. So uh, after after uh, nine drinks, Scro goes down. I mean, what was what were the beers? Were the beers at least hefty beers? Oh, Sam, yeah, it was Sam Adams and uh, and satire. Hmm. hmm. Okay. Yeah, Sam Adams is good. Uh, Sam Adams is fine, I guess. It's not good. Uh, no, but I. Where to like start with this story, Nero? But where I was when I heard about it, like I was going on talking to people, and someone came up to me. It might have been Ryuichi, I don't know. And they're like, Skuros passed out outside. Yeah. Now, the first thought in my head was, ah, <laughs> oh, shit. What are we going to have to pay for? And then he's like, <laughs> the EMTs are already with him. And I goes, all right, fuck it. No, I think that was probably me because I was asking which hotel he was staying at. Maybe. But at that point, when, when I knew the EMTs were there, all responsibility was off me because there are <laughs> professionals on the scene. I went back to party. Yeah, Ray came and grabbed <laughs> Nika and I. And yeah. He's like, you guys need to come outside like right now. Yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah. I'm sorry to bother you, but you got to come out now. So uh, here's OK. So uh, I think I was the first one on the scene. I think yeah. I was the first responsible person on the scene first on the scene yeah i had gone out to i think smoke a cigarette and with sly yeah and street and i was i was outside and like an episode of law and order <laughs> dong dong <laughs> and uh, scurro is is slumped up against the uh, uh the side of the club 
and there's security. I mean, so the the rock house is inside the Venetian, so it's like it's yeah. it, it, the hotel security patrols. So if you're passed out outside, you're not like passed out out on a strip. You're passed out in, to, still technically in the in the con- Venetian, yeah, in the confines of of the resort. Right. So two hotel security are with him. They've got a bag. They're trying to wake him up. They're, and he's just. Does Gone. he have vomit on him at this point? Yeah, there's a little yeah, bit of vomit. Is there? There's yeah. a little, not <laughs> enough, not enough to make me not worried, right? Like you, it, when when someone's that drunk, you want to see a lot of vomit because they've got they're getting it out of at least they're getting it out of them, yeah. right? It, it, there was yeah, not, it was only a little bit. It was Very only a tiny. tiny bit. Yeah, Very tiny. Right. Just like drool, really. Yeah. Vomit drool. Vrool. Vrool. It was vrool. Vrool. So, I love hearing all these details for the first time. So, uh, so, so oh, I thought we were talking about his dick. <laughs> so, oh, okay. So, why are you looking at his dick, Carlo? You said tiny and small. I just assumed. Okay, so so Skuro's gone. He's blackout at this point. Yep. Dong, dong. Done. Yeah, he's done. But before he did that, I think that there was a moment that that he he may not remember that happened. Oh yeah, with this the, was with the action figure. This was also the last sighting of the action figure, so we know that it was in his possession. That's yes. right. That's right. Uh, I'm a little bit I'm a little bit hesitant to show this <laughs> on stream. Oh, video of this? Uh oh, oh they're oh, sure. Honey. Oh, 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 oh buddy. We were in Vegas. Of course there's a video oh, of this. Oh buddy. Of course there is. Uh I'm a, I'm a point. I'm a little nervous to show this on stream just because I don't know exactly what the rules are <laughs> about I mean, I know that you can't expose yourself, but I don't know about what fake phallus is. I don't know. I think that this... You know what? We'll roll with it. We're going to roll the dice. <laughs> we're going to see Worth what... It. We're, if, if, the, if the show suddenly goes off the air, guys, you know what happens. Please look forward to it. We listen to the podcast for the rest of it. And we just like to say beforehand, totally worth it. Exactly. All right. <laughs> Eat it, dick. So... Uh, without, yeah, so, uh, this is, uh, this is Blackout Drunk Skuro, a.k.a. Cockrings, at FanFest. Never, never has this been more appropriate. Here it goes. <laughs> All right, we got Skuro here, and he's going to deep throw my action figure. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, oh. He took he took all of that. I ain't even mad. That's impressive. Girl, well done. All of that action figure. I mean, it was that was an impressive mouth load. Let me tell you something, Skuro. <laughs> Having gone through college, I can say that's not easy. Well done. <laughs> Sorry, I can't hear you over the sound of my giant throbbing erection. <laughs> just say I'm just saying you might have a second career. If the you know being <laughs> being douchey on the internet doesn't work out for you, <laughs> some guy very happy in prison one day. Oh my god! <laughs> you know what? We almost fired him a few weeks back for not doing enough embarrassing tasks, and he took that critique to heart. He did, so, girl. He well done. He, li- he took one for the team. Well done. He- All right. Uh, now uh, I have a question. I have a question because Skurl, you actually remember doing that, right? Yeah, the sad part is I was definitely still sober during that part. Oh! Why would you admit that? How 
how, but how sober is sober? Like, well, I don't okay, think you were. Well, sober oh, for me dude. is like, I still, no, like, I'm not yeah. blacked out. I'm still functioning. Yeah. I can still remember it. But still pretty drunk. I mean, I was definitely, like, at least, like, probably about five drinks. Clear. On one. <laughs> All right. I need you to help us understand, Skuro. How did that happen? Whose idea was it? Oh shit! I don't even remember that part. Just <laughs> like grabbing a penis and shoving it down my throat. I'm like, oh okay, well, all right. I'm calling it. That <laughs> was like, some kind of bit or something. That was either Juxta or Ryuichi. It was one of them had that idea, but I think Ryuichi probably had it for himself. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, Dang! That definitely. Uh, Happened. Yeah, I don't happened. know. If, I don't know if uh, we're gonna get kicked off Twitch, but it did just get us a sub. Oh, hey, hey look at that! Ayo. worth it, worth it. Uh, so, uh, Skuro, you were carted off by the EMS uh, because so uh, hotel security finds you. They can't wake you up. I'm out there. I'm trying to wake you up. And he was like screaming him and slapping him in the face. Like, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm doing. Wake up! Well, oh, you with me. I'm, here's the funny. Doing bit. the whole drill sergeant bit. The EMTs are there, and he drunkenly yells cock rings at him, and the EMTs look so <laughs> no. confused in that moment. <laughs> no. They're no. like, "What? God." Did you? Yes, I, so I remember did. that. He sure I did. so did. <laughs> the was had had no it was paddles. fucking perfect. <laughs> it was now, hold on, uh, Nero. <laughs> you actually started to panic because of something that the EMT said to try and wake Squirt him up. G A G E Y. You know, <laughs> coming from you, Ryuichi. Come on. Yeah. Your first inclination was to try to shove that motherfucker in your mouth. Uh, <laughs> look. Uh, yeah. So the EMTs are there. So first, it's security. Security's like, all right, if. We, you know, they, they gave you like five minutes and they're like, all right, we can't wake him up. We got to call. We got to call an EMT. And I'm yeah. like, do your job. Do I'm, your not thing. Gonna, I'm not, you know, like I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm definitely not going to take responsibility for <laughs> Skuro. And I'm, you know, like he's not, I'm not going to like help him to the fucking toilet to puke. Like, okay, this needs medical professional help. Yeah, because he's not puking. So EMS gets there and EMS is trying to wake him up and I'm trying to help him. I'm yelling cock rings at him. Trying to just trying to uh, like I'm trying to be like you're gonna be fired I'm gonna fire you and just trying to do anything to to get him to respond and I don't know if this was if this was the EMT trying to scare him awake or not but the EMT goes hey hey buddy hey buddy uh, hey this is uh, Las Vegas EMT if you don't respond we're gonna have to take you uh, to the hospital and it's a thousand dollars for the uh, ambulance ride and uh, I'm sure you don't want to have to pay that so uh, you got to respond to me and I I was just like, oh shit, that's not good. Uh, I didn't hear that part of it. Nope, so, you, you sure did. Sure didn't. But Hero gets sure more didn't. violent and starts shaking him. I'm like, I, now I'm like really trying. I'm like smacking you in the face. I'm like, come on, dude. You don't want to have to pay that. You're going to regret this, buddy. And we don't want to have to pay that. We we tried. <laughs> We're not paying that. Hell no. We tried. <laughs> we we really tried. I mean, and then at the that the EMT was like, yeah. I got to take him, man. We've got to step in at this point. And I was like, I, do your thing. I guess I don't have a choice. Yeah. How's that bill, bud? I haven't gotten it yet, but now I'm I'm definitely dreading it because I was thinking, okay, maybe it's me 500, 300 something, something reasonable. But <laughs> it's I, I need one k, so I, I'm I'm so I'm, excited right now. I'm hoping that they were just trying to scare you awake. Thank you. I, 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 I be in Vegas. Vegas. <laughs> 
I think they, I, I, would, I would hope that that would be something that they would have told you upon checking out. You didn't ask for an itemized bill? No. Why? They gave I, you a piece I, okay, of paper. You sent us a I've picture never of been it. What was that? That's why, like, the first message I send to you guys, I'm like, all right, well, out of top five places I've woken up drunk, this is definitely, like, top of the list right now. How were you when I've you woke up? I've never woken up in an ER drunk. Yeah, how did you feel when you woke up? Uh, lost. I don't know why the fuck I got here. I remember talking to Slyaka, and then after that, I don't remember shit. So <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, either someone shanked me, which I'm assuming all my organs are still here, or... <laughs> I don't know, maybe I got too drunk that night, and then sure enough, like, oh yeah, you know, you, you got really, really drunk, we couldn't wake you up. I'm like, oh my god, alright, well, that's awesome. Good. And it took me forever to get my shit to get out of the damn hospital. <laughs> so tell, tell us about the hospital that they had put you in. Oh, I mean, there's a couple other, like, drunk, this is basically the drunk room, which I was known <laughs> as the drunk guy, and even on my, like, little label, they didn't have my name at first, they had a question mark. Wait, wait. They put you in a drunk room, and in the drunk room, you, <laughs> you were, were even referred to as the drunk guy. <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. Uh, when the other drunks are looking at you like, man, he's got a problem. That guy. <laughs> listen, I had to go to the hospital, but that guy got schnockered. Dude. Dude. Let, let it be known. Limit Break Radio knows how to party. That's right. <laughs> you, you mentioned that, that they basically gave you instructions on how to behave for the rest of the day, which was essentially just drunk shaming, right? Yeah, they were definitely drunk shaming you on that piece of paper, <laughs> which I got to even walk that all the way back to the back to the hotel because I, I felt kind of shameful asking anyone to pick me up and drive me back to my hotel room. So that that's appropriate. You know, I'll fit. Yeah. That's appropriate. Good good good, uh, good choice there. I think we would have paid for an Uber if you had asked. Yeah, mm. yeah. Well, um, but instead, instead we were just like, oh, that's funny. Film it. <laughs> yeah. So you must have looked like a, a, a bum walking back, right? Oh, I look like a fuck. I was like escaping an insane asylum walking back because I'm sitting there walking in hospital grubbies. Oh, did you have yeah, underwear? Did you at least have underwear on? Or were your butt cheeks flapping in the wind? Oh, no. Luckily, uh, they gave me pants. So, oh, okay. So that was legit. Okay. Very kind nice. of uh, Sunset yeah. Children's Hospital, which, by the way, is a children's hospital. Oh, that's, that's a pretty important there's oversight drunk, there. There's a drunk ward yeah. in a children's hospital? It's yeah, Vegas. They have a drunk ward in the children's <laughs> hospital. This story just keeps getting better. Let's be honest. I'm so happy e- right e- now. EMT looked at you and was like, how can we make this the worst <laughs> experience possible? He is clearly a man-child. Uh, yes, absolutely. I think that's appropriate. That was an appropriate place to take you. You didn't uh, happen to ask for the giant pink dildo when you woke up, did you? <laughs> did no, I have that on I me? I, I, would, that on I really wish, I really wish, after, after, because I, I guess I didn't think about calling you cock rings in front of other people and that it would have been strange. I wish, as they were wheeling you off, I would have had the presence of mind to run back in the club to get the dildo, to stop him and go, wait, 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 before you take him. Just run in there, grab the dildo, just like plop it down on your chest and go, make sure he has this. And just let him cart you off. And and hopefully, hopefully you would have woken up next to it, nuzzling it like your baby. Oh Threw up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> Uh, so what'd you learn? What'd you learn? Uh, Pacing is your best friend, and a happy hour does not mean it's a competition to drink the most. Just because it's all you can drink doesn't mean you can drink it all. And the thing is, the Uh, 
the saddest part is is that screw you don't even have the excuse of other people buying you fucking oh, yeah. drinks. <laughs> I was no. gonna say I think the uh, the lesson here is don't be a little bitch because I had like. 11 or 12 drinks and I was fine. Handle had, your liquor. We had people shoving drinks in our hand all night. Yes. And it was great. Yes. One and of the coolest moments I sat down and like, like at first people are like, Hey, what do you want to drink? Like, like they ask you what you would like, right? Well, eventually after they've asked you once or twice and you give them the same drink, they stop asking. They just bring you drinks. Yeah. And at one point someone had like three different people had set a drink down in front of me at once. And I'm just like, I, well, okay. I was de- I was definitely double fisting drinks that night. Oh yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fisting going on. So, uh, all right, Scuro, uh <laughs> we're glad you made it. Uh, yeah, we we are glad that you survived. Thank you for not dying. Yeah, we wouldn't be able to tell oh. this story if you died. Well, okay. no, no, it's just we no we would have had to wait like two survive. years until the statute of limitations yeah. expired on it, and then we could have told <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know what, fuck Skrull, because I saw through this like in an instant in the morning when I woke up and I saw these guys being like, oh, oh, it's a good thing you're okay, buddy. Oh, you know, oh, glad you're all right. I'm like, no, fuck that. Okay, all this was. Was a desperate cry for help. Oh, okay. Oh <laughs> my God. Well, yeah. I'm gonna teach them. I bet they'd think different if I was dead. <laughs> oh my God. I'm on you. That oh, actually is the first right. thing Callus said to us. After my drinking. <laughs> yep. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> no, but we are we are glad that that you survived. Uh, yes. Next time, pace yourself. We all we all go through this. Uh, it happens to the best of does. us. It does. I mean, literally, all of us at some point or another, we are the drunk guy. Not me. Oh, you've been the Not drunk. Not me. Well, okay, well, Nika being Nika, you. No, no, you don't have work. fun. Teacher. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? Well, you don't drink, so obviously you can't be the drunk guy. Yeah, but being a teacher is People not drink. So there you go. Anyway, uh, Skuro, <laughs> we, we hope that you've learned your lesson. Uh, and I don't know. You, do you, we have we thoroughly oh, embarrassed I just had you? I beer today. like a minute ago, so I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm right. <laughs> I just had a beer a few minutes ago, and I got twelve to go. God <laughs> damn it! Anyway, all right. Uh, well, you're alive, and that counts for something. So, uh, anyway, uh, later, Scuro. Bye. Well, that was a huge waste of time. Bye. So, uh, we, yeah, we basically brought him on to uh, show show him deep throat a dildo. Yeah, that was pretty good. That's a that was, oh, that's a high high point of this show. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, highbrow we're comedy. They to do a gif image, right? Oh, somebody's got yeah, yeah absolutely. Someone can do that. Yeah, good, 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 good. I would hope so. Uh, so, uh, like, before we move on here, uh, and by the way, we do want to hear from you guys, uh, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. I want to talk about FanFest. I want to talk about all of the cool, exciting announcements that were out there, including Stormblood, the new job that we should be getting, uh, and, 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 and all of the, uh, super exciting stuff that's going to be coming along with Stormblood. And again, we want to hear from you. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Of course, yeah. we, we want to hear from those that were so at home. So I step into the stream after I get off work and we are talking about dildos. Yup, typical LBR. Kappa. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. Now, now, uh, Thanks, Sevo. Like Appreciate it. The people who are potentially calling in, if you have a story from our after party that we don't know about, 
please call and tell us that as well. Yeah. 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 So, and, idea. and and the whole squirrel thing wasn't the highlight of, of my night. I actually got to play beer pong against a Square Enix employee. How'd you do? I didn't, I didn't know at the time, okay, but uh, uh, our friend Brendan or, or Brandon, Brandon. We, Brandon. We, 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 we forget his name. Yeah. No, um, you forget. So, you forget. You forget. Oh, own that. Own your, oh, own your shame. You're a bad person. Multiple times and you didn't know either. Anyway, I got roped into a game of uh, uh, beer pong and Skuro was on my fucking team of all people. So this is obviously before he, bl- he got blackout drunk. And uh, I was playing against uh, Brendan, or sorry, Brandon, God and uh, another one terrible. of our, our 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 new friends that we had met named uh, named Tony. Now I wanted a different partner, but there was nobody else there. So I made it very clear to Skuro that if we lost this game. I would basically be wiping him off the face of the earth as far as LBR was concerned. I will have you know he made two cups. That's it. I made all the rest. But we did destroy them, absolutely wrecked them. And then I found out the next day that he's actually the head GM. Yeah. Have you did not end up in jail? Oh, that's too bad. You should. Um, Just for Apparently he doesn't remember fun. any of that happening. So I think I'm in the clear. <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay. Guess so you lucked we, out. Yeah, we know that uh, we provided a good time for most everyone there. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, if you want to tell your FanFest story, again, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Uh, let's, okay, so we've had about a week to settle on some of this information, uh, some of these uh, huge announcements. Uh, so Stormblood, a week later, a week out, you guys still pretty hyped for it? Because, I mean, a lot of... The, a lot of the rumor that was going around FanFest, a lot of the speculation that was going around FanFest had to do with the woman in red, the job that that she may or may not be, the weapons that she may or may not have in that trailer, as well as, uh, you know, the speculation about our job announcement. So uh, let's let's start with the actual trailer. Big deal that, uh, you know, we're, we're pushing towards Alamigo. We're pushing towards you know the the permanence of uh the 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 permanent establishment of garlemald and uh moving closer towards this big confrontation uh that is going to be happening around alamigo and subsequently pushing towards i think a larger confrontation with garlemald so there's a lot of interesting lore implications and uh you know it's something that i wanted to talk about was the map and the areas that we're going to be looking to explore moving forward with uh, with Alamigo. Um, so, you know, we only have, uh, you know, some some certain, you know, certain uh, 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 areas that we've seen in the eastern part of the continent. But a lot of these are areas that, you know, we never got to experience in 1.0 that we just have really not much concept of we do know that our access point to this is going to be through uh the shroud the eastern section of the shroud and pushing towards that way uh they had mentioned the temporary garlean wall that exists out there i believe they called it uh belsar's wall mm-hmm. and uh we're gonna, gonna be we're gonna, gonna climb the wall we're gonna be pushing past it yes that's right it's a great wall 
It's a beautiful uh, wall. That's right. It's we the, made the Gridanians pay for it. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so Actually, we did the Elmigans pay for it. We're we're. <laughs> Not wrong. It's funny because it's accurate. Uh, so we're going to actually be pushing past that wall and uh, pushing into new lands and uncharted lands. We got uh, some screenshots, uh, you know, associated with the uh, the art and uh, just a little bit of an idea of some of, uh, you know, maybe the different environments that we might see out on the eastern section of uh, of Eorzea. So, I mean, uh, what are you guys looking forward to most? Uh, I think one of the things that wasn't talked about a whole lot, but that is very exciting, is that our point of contact, our home base, is not actually Alamigo, which leaves open the possibility that Alamigo is uh, a, a somewhat of a contested territory and that we may have maybe a, a possibly a, bes- a besieged or some kind of server battle server confrontation that ends up happening in Alamigo proper and why we, we would be stationed out of this little hamlet. What do you guys think? I think that's possible. I mean, I also think one of the biggest uh, storyline points that we're going to have is going to be uh, the fact that as far as we know, uh, uh, Gaius took over uh, Alamigo bloodlessly essentially and while nobody likes to be occupied it would be interesting if that if there's a faction of alamigo who's totally chill and okay with uh imperial occupation if you will one of the things that the developers actually pointed out was they've been occupied for 20 years so not only would there have been people who were like hey look guys it's probably a better idea if we just go along with it there have now been an entire generation of people who have grown up knowing only Only the empire yeah yeah. Yeah. So. Definitely. Yeah, I think uh, uh, you're right on the money, though, Nate. Uh, with Railgar's Reach being our base of operation, because as we Don't know, use from- my real name. <laughs> <Whoops>. Appropriate. <laughs> That's appropriate. That's appropriate. Um, you know, in in a realm reborn, we had um, the Mordo, you know, in Mordona, and everything got built up as we we're going from patch to patch, right? We had the same thing with Idleshire in in Heaven's Ward. So Railgar's Reach, you know, is is perfect. It's like this little outcropping in this huge, nice area where you can see there's plenty of room for expansion. And I, that's one of the best parts to me of going from patch to patch is seeing our little base of operations built up over time. And Railgar's Reach is just the perfect location for that. Yeah, I, I think I think that is it is going to serve as an interesting sort of analog to uh, Idleshire and uh, you know Mordona previous to this. Uh, but here's uh, here's a map of uh, the entirety of Eorzea, and uh, here we see, of course, we've got the the Black Shroud uh, over here on the eastern section of the map. And so, what's interesting is uh, you know we we look north here. And I, a big, big section of this map has been taken off with the addition of Zephytal as a dungeon. So we know that we're not going to be exploring northward, you know, north, like we're not going to be coming through from the Ishgardian area, the Corthus area and coming into the Alamegan areas, we're going to, we're definitely going to be pushing through the, the shroud, the shroud. And the thing is, is that's not a lot of land. There's not a lot of territory that is unexplored. We've got three islands that are off the Eastern coast, but those mostly, uh, you know, those are mostly, uh, you know, well, we've also got this, this big section, uh, of, 
Ulda, the eastern section of, of Ulda, uh, moving up to the Black Shroud that is also unexplored. But it's really mostly those three islands and then uh, the uh, continent, continent of uh, Gurbanya. But they said that there was going to be like just as big of zones and everything as, as Heaven's Ward, so they've got something planned. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. but if we where. look at the map right there and we could just eyeball that gear obanya is not the same size as kirthis in Javania no at all no so if we're talking about the same size zones yeah we either one have to be totally exploring the far south uh southeast those islands or we actually would have to be pushing in to, to Garlemald proper because there's i mean if you if you see i i think that there's uh, you know there's probably some space on this on this cloudy part of the continent that exists before you get to Garlemo proper. And I wonder how far we're going to end up pushing into that landmass. Because you're right, you can take basically all of Girbanya and you can fit it inside of Corthus. Just yeah. Corthus. Just Corthus. And where right, do you guys think that Garlemo starts on that map? Like, do you think, like, where it says... Right where the cloud starts. You, do you think it's there? Or do you think that that's more like, oh, it's up here somewhere? Like, if you go that way, you'll get to it. Because... If all of what we see there is actually technically still part of the Alamegan territories, then it's about the same size as what... Well, yeah, because technically, uh, you're right, because it says the Garland Empire, and the Empire encompasses everything that the Empire controls. Yeah, right. so I feel like maybe if just right up there, like where that big like little smashed part is, if that's just the uh, where Garlemald starts and the rest of it... That's kind of what I'm thinking, yeah. So yeah. that could all be part of areas we'll go to. It yeah, could be. And it, it would actually make sense. If that's like heavily contested area, that's kind of always been like Garleans have always been there. It would make sense that it's not mapped out as well. Ah, the other thing to to, to keep in mind, too, is the Garlean Empire probably considers Alamigo as part of it because they overtook it. Right. So just because it says the Garlean Empire there doesn't mean that's not Alamigo. And in fact, well, uh, I, we see Alamigo on the goddamn map is saying uh, Garlemald is way further in. It's a northern state of Isilbard. Okay. So, uh, but I mean, like, we've we've had no in- inclination that we would be pushing into Isilbard at all. True. And that's pretty surprising. But again, I, I mean, like, I, I just, if you look representationally, if you look at, at how much space Zephatol actually accounts for, this is why I was yeah. so, I was so disappointed that... Zephatol is represented simply by a dungeon. That's a lot of space to take out of of your potential <sighs> expansion. It's a lot. It's it just, is, it's but a, it could be really, really, really boring. Yeah, it's I mean, a lot like of garbage space. Yeah, it's it's, it's crap space. I, I mean, mean if how it's many, all Ixal, I feel like going into Alamigo. Like, what do we care about the Ixals right now? We don't. So going in and exploring the Ixal land would be a side quest. I just, yeah, but I don't it's also reason. I think it's also supposed to be where the Hellsguard Rogadin are. Uh, oh, we definitely don't want to go there. Are, are, that's that's supposed <laughs> to be their origin. I just can't see origin? it playing a, a part, a huge role in the exactly. in the story where no. we're going narratively. So, like, how many times in in other MMOs and in, in Eleven very much so is that you have these kind of like wide sprawling almost pointless zones and so you have a bunch of unused space that nobody's ever going to use for anything so instead of doing that and wasting just giving us a blank zone giving us a go blank to zone. once and then never go back exactly why well, don't we just make it a dungeon make it an instance and then get to something more important well and they did that a what lot about in- this idea what about this idea since it's right on the border of alamigo perhaps the the zelfatol that we went into that was 
just the beginning of you know that was just where where we knew the Garuda summoning was happening. But because just Delta Pulse stands so far, we could still return to sections of it. On the Alamegan side. That, but that, see, that was our original thought, but then why wouldn't they call it, like, Zelfatol, the West. entrance, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Like, why wouldn't they yeah. call it... Zelfatol. They, they just literally called it Zelfatol. Right. They would have qualified it somehow. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. No, I really think that they would have, because they're pretty clear about doing that when they have that intention. Think about, you know, when we had only that one section of Corthus, it was never just called Corthus. It was Central Highlands. Right. With, so there was a clear intention that they were going to expand on that at a later southern time. Mountains. Uh, that's yep. true. I will give you that. However, we also knew about like Ishgard and the idea of going to Ishgard. Yeah. I don't know. I I, I think they could still open Zelfatol up. Well, I I I like what uh, Prince was saying about. In eleven, they had a lot of those times when wasted areas felt very wasted. When you look back at Western Surthus in Heaven's Ward, it's like. Who really cares about right. what happened in Western Surthus? Uh, it's a big, frigid wasteland. I, I mean, yes and no. I mean, but I, it was still used. I mean, you still yeah. had a dungeon there. You still had uh, a, a lot of throwbacks to 1.0 that people just got nostalgia trains over. It and, was, yeah, it was a. I mean, it was yeah. a. It wasn't a bad zone. It was a good environment. Yeah, it's a good zone. But they, even then, it's not. It's not all wasted space. I right. feel like Zuffla's all like, why even waste the space? Right. Just, Anyone in the chat who has a lore book, is there a section about Zelfatol in the lore book that might give us a clue about how big or how much we might? Need to go there. They yeah, could also us, pull a blizzard and just start adding land masses over here in that section oh. of the sea. Please no. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know, so we do have again, we do have you know some of this eastern section of uh, the southern part of the continent that we haven't explored yet. Uh, and I mean, I guess, I guess that'll be uh, that'll be pretty interesting to uh, finally get opened up and explore. I'm actually pretty interested about exploring the destruction i'm i i i think that west shroud is probably one of the more underutilized i mean we haven't we've never gone back we know that it got destroyed in the calamity but you would i mean we've gone to other calamity inflicted areas and still been able to adventure there i think that if that's that's one of the dungeons i'd like to see the most uh, and and I I think if we saw it in the three point X series that would be that would be really cool because it would just fill up a, another chunk of the map that we're missing. Well, I think the three the last three point X story dungeon is is the East Shroud the wall, if you will. Mm. I think that's a good way to just put that in there and maybe keep it moving. That's possible. That's possible. Uh, so again, if you want to call Limit Break Radio, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715 and LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. We're going to go back to our phone lines and talk to Laro Felix. What's up, Laro? Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going? How's it going? It is going all right. Try not to uh, cry on this on this call. It was so great meeting you guys out of FanFest. Oh, buddy. It was great so, meeting yeah, so you. I walk up on, I think it was Wednesday, and I'm wearing the shirt, and I see a Nero, and my hand just immediately goes to my mouth, and he's like, is that an LVR shirt? And I was like, oh my fucking god, it's a Nero in the flesh. 
it, it was great seeing all of you guys. Well, I guess I'm chopped liver then. Yeah. Well, no, no, like, no, no, no. That's the right. No, no, no. You had the Dexter right were response. There, were there, so yeah, it was. It was just. You were there. It was surreal seeing you guys in real life. Uh thanks, man. It was uh, awesome getting to know you and then, uh, hanging out, getting a picture with you real quick. Talking about surreal feelings, seeing people wearing LBR merch at yes. this convention was such a cool feeling. That was really cool. The first time I saw someone in a Patreon shirt, I was like, yes, ah! amazing. <laughs> You give uh, us you money. Guys, Thank you. Do you guys remember the one guy who asked like the best question at the uh, at the at the Q and A panel? Yeah, who was sitting? Well, he was sitting in front of me, Juxta and, and, and Nero, right? But at the end, he turns around and sees Juxta's bag, and he goes, "Are you are you Limit Break Radio?" And Juxta's just kind of like, "Yeah," and he go he, he like puts his hands to his face. He's like, "Holy shit." <laughs> It was like pretty, he was blown away. It, it was. It's pretty cool getting those reactions. I gotta say. Yeah, like you know, he went up to his friends. He's like, guys. So I sat in there all by myself during the lower panel. I had a question, asked a question. It was all cool, awesome, blah blah blah. And he's like, you're never gonna guess who was sitting behind me the whole time. I didn't even realize it. <laughs> and they said <laughs> I had a good question. I yeah, Nero liked my question. Yeah, it was a good. It was a pretty interesting. It was. Question. It was. Yeah. What was it? Condensing servers. Oh, okay. Oh, gonna, yeah. I was gonna try to trap you. No, yeah, no. It was. <laughs> it, was it was. It was definitely a good. You you avoided his trap card. <laughs> it was definitely a good question. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, uh, Laro, it was awesome meeting you. Uh, and uh, I mean, getting the opportunity to hang out with so many people is probably the best part of FanFest. You know, of course, the announcements are great. You know, the show from Square Enix is awesome. The fact that they brought Susan that was really really cool. But it's really about getting to interact with you guys. And, mm-hmm. you know, we we don't get the opportunity to interact with our audience as often as we like. Uh, yeah. and, and, and you know, it's it's great, like, going out to Yomacon or some kind of other convention. And it's just y- not the same. You get you get like maybe one or two people that that might know you. And, you know, that happened to me. Anime you stayed this year, too. I gave someone my card like l- yesterday and he's like, wait, this is a limit break radio. Are you Nika? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's so awesome. And, and it's <laughs> yesterday. And it's so cool when that stuff happens. It was really cool. But I mean, like going out to FanFest as a broadcaster, like it's the only time that I've ever been recognized for my voice. And that's like that is the weirdest thing when someone says that that is the coolest thing. That is the like the reason that you get into doing broadcasting is you're like, I want that. I want I want people to recognize me for my voice. That's really cool. Like that's 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 so awesome. And it's so humbling. And so uh, getting to to meet everyone was uh, was really, really cool. So uh, thanks for uh, for, you know, introducing yourself, Laura. Yeah, I was uh, I was definitely scared. Like I saw I saw you guys. I saw Joe Never, and then the first day of FanFest, I saw Nika in in the Asale cosplay, and I wanted to be like, "Hi, Nika," but I was too afraid to say anything, so I just stood. In the <laughs> you should have. It's just Nika. Nobody really likes her. Yeah, you're all right. What? You didn't you didn't miss nothing. <laughs> And it, and I'm just kidding. Anyway, no, uh, Laro, thanks for, uh, dude, thanks for hanging out and uh, for saying hi. And uh, yeah, dude, it was, FanFest was amazing. It was, it's always the best opportunity to, you know, meet and hang out with people. So uh, thanks, man. Thanks for calling in. If you'd like to call up to Limit Break Radio, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, limitbreakradio.com slash discord. 
Let's talk about that shirt reveal because Yoshi P. Uh, yeah, my shirt is really awesome. It's got uh, no, my not your jokes. no, not your shirt reveal. Oh. We're talking about Yoshi P's shirt reveal from FanFest. Oh, God, it's so hot in here. Let me just take my shirt off. <laughs> I, I mean, it, a little take bit. Take off all your clothes. It's a little bit obvious. Like, I was hoping that he would do something other than the obvious shirt reveal. Like, it was it was fun the first time, but we can... Especially because they doesn't have to be on a shirt every time. Last time it was yeah. on the shirt, and the thing is that they didn't make it a bit where he like showed off his shirt. He just kind of walked out wearing it, right? And then like, and then they they what? like drew, then they drew attention to it, and then everyone was like, "Oh, oh <laughs> shit!" So uh, the Scarlet Witch T-shirt, which was the one that uh, Yoshi P was wearing, uh, that- confirms psychic <laughs> time mage. Yeah. So, no. geomancer. Nope. Geomancer. Blue mage. The prevailing theory is that it Fine. is, of course, okay, it, a soft announce for red mage. Nope. Oh. Room fencer. Especially because we know Yoshi P loves red mage, and like just Scarlet is red, which is a mage. Actually, she's oh, Scarlet. Yeah, Scarlet is red, isn't it? Oh yeah. man, I completely forgot I about that. Death. And shut which, up with the time mage psychic. Which shit, is yeah. like a, a euphemism for mage. Euphemism. I don't want to hear another Acronym? person say time based or psychic. Okay. Anyway, can we can we actually talk about the potential of Red Mage being added to this game? Because a lot of people have a lot of questions about Red Mage and how it's supposed to fit in with the trinity of jobs or roles that we have refresh, right now. Refresh, obviously. It's gonna be a healer. Nope, refresh. Please. We don't need refresh. Refresh, refresh no. yes, please. Can I have it? Ugh. What is, what role? Refresh haste bot. That's all it's going to be. What role is 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 Red Mage going to play? Healer. I mean, there, there are people. Healer. You, okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. One at a, one at a time. Once. Yeah. One at a time. Everyone one at, at the time. same time. Because there's a lot of theories. One, two, three, go. There's a lot of theories that are going around because, of course, when people think Red Mage, they've got a very narrow uh, view of <laughs> of what Red Mage does and what, what it can do. And so I've seen a lot of people going so far as to say that because of Square Enix reworking the battle system that they're going to be reworking it for flex roles or support roles. I don't roles. think no. that they're completely like they would overly have to change 100% redoing. About the system. That's ridiculous. They're just they're just reworking some of the abilities nobody uses and changing the way some of the stats work. They're not actually like redoing the entire game, right? Or rolling or rolling uh, uh, certain uh, abilities like foresight would be available for like all tanks instead of just warriors. Yeah, they said they're going to reevaluate that stuff. So, so the argument that I've heard to support this is that. We're actually going to get three new jobs, and all three of them are going to be support. That's the that's <gasps> so no stupid. Way. Shut up. Oh, my God. That, I'm like just saying what a my dick. Oh, wow. I have triggered every <laughs> single person in this room. Not me. I'm super I, I mean, excited. Are you saying like they're adding a fourth category, and there's going to be now like a DPS healer tank and support? That's correct. Yeah, yeah, and that red ma- red mage red yeah, mage is going to be one, and then the other two jobs that we get with four are going to be two more support roles no. to be able to fill out the category. No. I'm just saying it, especially because the uh, like you know people always talk about how healers should be able to DPS and blah blah blah, and red mage is the 
perfect setup for that. Red Mage has always been able to cast Black Magic too. Which is, so give Red Mage the healing spells and some Black Magic spells, and bam, you're perfect healer that can DPS. Like that's a hundred percent gonna be a healer. Time Mage healer, uh, Time Mage Geomancer, and Red Mage, yep. absolutely. Yep. Support Go roll inbound. <laughs> Bard's getting God. reworked out. Pro <laughs> <laughs> has the right of it, but it's not quite what he thinks. They are going to introduce. This is not. This is not what. I, whoa, 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 whoa! Back that bus up, my friend. This is not. Whoa! This is not what. No, no, no. Zero cent. No. Nope, this is not, I do not own this. I take no ownership of these ideas. I am just pointing out what other people have been asking. I, for one, but think it's fucking ridiculous. I think it's just fucking ridiculous to think that they're going to add a category with with the, the battle system updates. That is a fundamental shift. However... I think, what if you're right about the three jobs, right? Three, three jobs, or three roles, rather, one class. The first hybrid is able to fill in healer, DPS. But haven't they gone on record saying, yo, that class, the class idea was fucking stupid and we'll never do it again? They yeah. kind of have. No, no, it, it would... They said they don't like classes. They, they said they don't like classes. Right, and they right. said Arcanist was like the worst idea ever and they don't want to do it again. Mm, yeah. Kinda. If Red Mage could fill all three roles, though, it would be the first hybrid. And with them redoing a bunch of the battle structure, now would be the opportune time Go to do it. When you look at all the other big, like, headlining MMOs, being able to like hybrid and multi-class is like an inherent part of them now. And it's the one thing that I can see right off the bat that FF14 is missing. It's never going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. Yeah, just stop. I don't have enough yelling drops to spam It's not it, even logical because how would you even, how would you even spec that? So then does Red Mage rock off all like what merit points and no other class can run off that? How how does old content fit into that? Like it's it, you know anything that you add, any jobs that you add, it has to still work and not just fucking destroy old content. Like if you're gonna add support roles, that means that party composition has got to go up to. Oh, f- I don't think the support roles. I think that's bullshit. Yeah, that's dumb. I mean, it's just it's it, that's insane. Like the the amount that the game would have to change to support that is. I, that's an unrealistic expectation. Can can we just come back to reality now? Yes, let's come back. Let's come back. Okay, let's just quickly go around the room and say what we think it's going to be. Uh, Prince, go ahead and start. Remy Samurai. No, no, I mean it's what Red Mage is going to be. <laughs> like what role it's going to? We, we all know we're not getting. Oh, oh, oh! Fuck out of here. <laughs> anyway, uh, I actually think it's going to be a, a magical DPS. DPS, magical yeah, DPS, close range, okay. close range, magic based DPS. Okay, All right. that Hero? was my original theory too. Okay, Pika, we are going around the room. Hold your turn, Nero. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, I could see magical DPS. I definitely can't see tank, and I, I think that there's just a there's a functional problem with making it a healer, which me because really? if you yeah, well, it, if you if you make it a healer. It also has a sword, which means that it has to stay in melee distance, which is really bad for dodging AOEs. But we know that they... Are you sure they're going to give it a sword? I mean, in 11 as a red mage, how often did I actually use a sword? Not often. What else? So, what, okay, okay. All right. Then, I use staffs most of the time. Then that asks the question, what weapon would they give it? 
if it's not sword, what is it? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, because traditionally, red mages have always used swords. They have a lighter a lighter classification of swords, uh, usually... Uh, Rapiers, Rapiers, fencing, yep. Yeah, exactly. So we don't have that in... The game know, at all. Yeah, there's no representation there. So that is something that they could do. They could add another classification of sword. Oh, that seems so like lazy and boring, though, doesn't it? No, it seems no, logical. That, no, what it seems is fan servicey. I mean, it just it holds to what people's expectation of Red Mage would be. All right. So if you give it a melee weapon, then it's got to stay in melee range, and then you're dodging AOEs with the rest of the the the, uh, the, melees. the melees. And if you're doing that, the cast time on your heals better be fucking instant. Yeah. They have to be instant. They can't be interruptible. And then if it's a healer and it can instant cast, I mean, that's kind of broken, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. So how could you do that? Yeah, exactly. Like, if, if, if it was supposed to be a physical healer. Now, Dancer's different, right? Like, if they decided to do Dancer, I could see that. That's, that's a little bit more justifiable. You'd be probably using something other than MP to be able to throw heals. And you wouldn't. You probably would be the weakly weakest healer with probably the best DPS. Mm-hmm. Like that would be the trade off, right? Uh, so, you know, because I've I, there's a lot of theories floating around about dancer, especially because of of the trailer. Uh, so, I, I, but I I do think that we've hit on a, a really important thing is that functionally red mage is very difficult to 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 pin down how it wor- would work. When we heard about Dark Knight and people were saying, uh, you know, we're wondering, is it going to be DPS? Is it going to be tank? What is it going to be healer? No. No. What is it going to end up being? Uh, A lot, you know, the idea of a magic based tank that is also managing MP, that was a pretty easy extrapolation to do, especially when we found out it was tank. Like we were like, oh, okay. MP based. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's MP management tank. That's fine. I get that. But. It's not readily apparent how Red Mage would operate, which I think is actually really interesting. So MP management DPS. So you have in spells. So here's a you you have in spells, which we've already seen tease that in right. the lore. Yeah. Uh, is that something you give to your party then? I mean, is you, it like, you like could, is that how you envision maybe. it? Because elements have nothing to do with anything. Being like, all right, look, here's fire on your sword. Nothing's weak well. That could fire. be, but it could just be just like fists of fire, fists of wind, whatever. It could just be okay. Blade of fire increases the party's uh, uh, attack or attack speed, or so you'd be people with auras then. Yeah, or something like that. If you were, if that's indeed how it happens, I. I I just see it functioning that way simply because I don't think Dancer is going to be added in. So I can see Red Mage kind of in a way playing as, as kind of a Dancer type role being a magic based DPS but having some type of healing or in in not enfeebling but buffs to the party. Well that I, I mean enfeebling was a big part, part of, of Red, Red Mage. Mage. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you think you think we're going to see strong enfeebles out of it too? That, no, no, no. Oh, that's what I standard see. ones. No, that's where I see Red Mage going. I see it as a healer that has a focus on enfeebles. It has weaker cures, but also doesn't need as strong cures because it debuffs the enemy. So again, uh, again, would you, uh, no? That's gonna be a terrible design because those Cause what about stronger raids? enfeebles aren't gonna be effective in raids. Right. 
What about barons? So, so going back to, uh, a second to the weapon. If they didn't make it light swords, what else could what what logically could they make it? What would what what could they give red mages that would still make it feel red magey? At that point, staves, staves, two-handed staves. Ugh. That's the only other thing that red mages used. Boy, that doesn't sound very fun. No, okay. Uh, well, let's just keep going back around the room, uh, Kyle. Real quick, red mage. What's the role? Uh, I would put it as a DPS. I mean, you and I had a pretty in-depth discussion about how it could operate, sort of. In a similar way to what Monk does, in the way that Monk has uh, Prince, you actually you, you also brought up, you know, has the fists of fire, fists of wind, fists of earth, right? But I don't think that it would be something that would buff the entire party because once you have a buff that you can give to the entire party, that's a role that you have to have in your party all the time now, and that's not something that Square Enix likes to encourage. <laughs> so I see them having various buffs that they can give to themselves or as Callie said perhaps debuffs they can put on on uh monsters but they'd only be able to do one at a time going back to them being overpowered if they could literally just put all their debuffs on a monster at the same time okay all right yeah interesting N- nico interesting. what's your opinion i think my original opinion was that it could be a a physical magic like a sword magic dps but i honestly think it's going to end up being a healer although what happened at fan fest is that a lot of people were like convinced that there was only going to be two jobs like they're like oh who should be kept talking about how stressful releasing three jobs was so there's definitely only going to be two and then i was like but how is that like we all know that not putting out something in every category is going to fuck up the duty finder even worse so i i mean is that possible we wouldn't see three jobs is it isn't DPS so. still one extra? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, I was saying, putting out two jobs and not putting out a DPS is going to help the duty finder. Yeah, not exactly. Yeah. Even but people were convinced that like there was either going to not be a healer or not be a tank, and I'm like, yeah. If, if they only do two jobs and like they actually do a DPS, that's stupid. Yeah, I, I'll I'll second that. I'll second yeah. that. If they round out the categories, I think that that's an appropriate time to do that. Uh, so yeah. Uh, so if it okay it. it Nika thinking that it's uh, well, not sure. I think it'll end up being a heal. I think it'll end up being a healer. Yeah, in the in the long run, I definitely do. Okay. All right, so Callie, you said healer too. Healer, healer. All, All right. right, so the I'm all like, if it's not a healer, we're gonna make it one. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Hang on, wait, oh, wait, hang on, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. Before we can't. This is this is special because Juxta, you have been eerily spookily correct in your predictions <laughs> big, because i'm always right he's been bigly correct i don't big, like that. bigly big yes bigly correct that is that's great yes uh so i i i just before we hear before you bestow on us <laughs> Your, uh, you know, your prediction, your, your prediction, My I just, knowledge. I just wanted to acknowledge the fact that we are in the presence of Juxtadamus. Yeah. Yeah. This is very true. Do you want my Juxta is a dumbass. <laughs> so bestow oh. on us your, your okay. prediction. Oh, great. Juxtadamus. This is what shall be. This is my foresight. Red Mage shall become the healer. Okay. They will have rapiers. Okay. And when they use rapiers, it'll be solo content when they are doing damage in solo content. They will cast through their little little pokey swords, and it'll be kind of like a um like a conduit sort of thing. 
but they're not actually going to in like real fights like in uh like in raids they're not going to be in melee okay they're just gonna be at far like a normal healer they're gonna be far away they're gonna be casting their heals you no, you know what does but you know what that does though right what that creates the i'm i'm a red mage i have to be a melee mentality and it splits the red mage community into melee non-melee again exactly that, no, that was no. a problem we know no, that, that was a problem no in ninja, 11 there's no ninja subject <laughs> <laughs> so he cannot solo dps content there is there's one special difference about 14 versus 11 and that is that tiny green icon next to your name so well here's the question though but what makes that different from a white mage though what do you mean? How is it different from a white How mage? is that any different? If you're if you're basically still just filling the role of a white mage when you're doing party content just and you're really on, based on the abilities that, no, that Square Enix decides to give you. Yeah, I think okay, it's so then, 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 the question. No, no, no. The, the question I'm getting at is what is this? What is the spin on on red mage? If, if it was a if it was a healer, it would be a healer that could still specialize he, in enfeeble. Yeah, right. Like it, it's yeah. it's got to have its own niche. sort of niche, right? Exa- ex- yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And just having the sword, if the sword is meaningless as you claim that it's going to be, mm-hmm. that's not its niche. What is its niche? Juxtadamus, we must know. There is too many ways they can go with this for it to be exact. Like like they said, they could have uh, debuffs. So they could have uh, maybe... Okay, how about this for an idea? Maybe doesn't sound sure. We need Juxtadamus. <laughs> All right. One of the gimmicks of Red Mage is that they will fill in the resistance debuff role. And that if you don't have, let's say, a Dragoon in your party... They will still be able to put that piercing debuff on the mob for the bards or machinists. Or if you don't have a warrior or ninja, they could put slashing. That's way on. too OP. That's is it OP? Yeah. How is that OP? Because it can. Because it can. Every party would then need it. Every, no. You would need it. Yeah. The part. Part of the party. No. Part of the the strategy in creating party composition is that you can't have every every debuff, debuff. on the mob. But if you have a red mage, you just have them all. No party would want to not have a red mage. Okay, if that was the case. How about dragoon, uh, bard? That covers piercing and thing. Uh, we have throw ninja. That's slashing. That's everything you need right there. You have literally Once. every debuff. Yeah, no but points. not in one person. Right. Oh, in one person. Well. How, what, 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 does access does access to the skill change based on your party composition? I mean, like, no, no. no it's it's just, it, well, it does. If you don't have a dragoon in your party, you don't get. The you debuff. can't have like, piercing that's just how debuff. It works. Yeah. Okay. So, but and this so, just fills but the role. If, if Red Mage could put every single debuff on the boss, why like, would I? Why would I have a dragoon if that was my main concern? Not- yeah. Because Dragoon still does good DPS? Yeah. I mean, well, so that the Dragoon yeah, but, doesn't have to worry about putting it up, I guess. Well, yeah, it's part of That's the rotation. That's part of the rotation, though. But it's part of the rotation. <laughs> and I mean, you, make it, you yeah. can make it a blunted version of it, or you can make it, like, you can't stack it. It doesn't stack with an already on the enemy debuff. Right. But then it's worthless it's if you have all three. Don't you think its niche should be in healing? Well, yeah, it's also going to be able to heal, obviously. Right, well, but I, the- I think what, what a Nero means is if it's a healer and it doesn't settle some type of niche specifically, right. why bring that one? You're just going to have the same problem that we've had with Astrologens this whole time. Exactly. Well, Astrologens has some cool like damage buffs and resistance buffs, so you don't think that maybe Red Mage could actually yeah, after have the, after the buff some kind got, of, yeah. you know, like, a, yeah. like not, maybe not Haste, that might be too OP, but something like that where you actually buff the party member individually. Oh, God, are we moving into the era? era of haste are we getting oh, 
haste in FF14? We've already gotten haste. We've already gotten haste. When do I get um, double attack? No, but I mean, like, me, having a... Guys, correct me if I'm wrong here, Um, but... White mages, they, they sort of focus on just like those big giant heals, right? Um, scholars have the shields. Astrologian can go back and forth between the two. Do we really have like a heal over time heavy healer right That's now? I mean, mage. I know they they, oh, they have more than just regen. They have regen, medica 2, and yeah, uh, they have ground, a lot of ground heals. healing poop. Yeah, they oh, have okay. a lot of... So, like so yeah, I, I mean, like, it, 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 Kahlo is exactly right. It has to fill some kind of specific niche yeah, totally. that the existing healers that we have don't fill. Well, I mean, if that's Which, the case, then you can only have so many healers. Uh, well, I, I, mean, I mean, a high, a high output, a high DPS output healer is not a bad thing. I mean, that's one of the things that right now, that sort of play is actually actively discouraged. You know, like Square Enix has said, we want healers to heal. We don't want to, you know, have raid groups have to rely on white mage DPS for progression and things like that. So with it being actively discouraged from a development standpoint, you know, if if that's if that's the role, if that's the um, direction that Square Enix decides to take, like, are they reacting to the community or you know, like what? What would be what would be the purpose of having just a straight high DPS output healer, other than just adding to your overall DPS? I mean, like I, I, I would it, that to me, you would think like you would use it in instances where you don't need as many heals. So it would probably not be as good for things like raiding environments, or maybe it might be a better second healer, well, oh, a, you on. know, support I mean, healer. Raiding environments right now for like majority of the fights just have the white mage cure bombing the whole raid and the tanks and then the scholar is doing as much damage as they can right and then popping in when they need it okay so, so and and that, they, yeah that's what that's what i meant by the support heals right uh, and it's not like debuffing in raid environments isn't a major thing viruna for tank buster or viruses for tank buster is very important hmm. well and that's why i said if it was a healer that's the only thing to me that would make sense is that if it had a strong uh, uh debuffer enfeebling element to it yes because yeah. right now i mean if you're in raids or even if you're in just normal mode content i mean most debuffs in, for a lot of things you know the stun doesn't fucking work on they bosses. could also have like uh for the healing gimmick yeah. they could have uh the red mage's gimmick be like smart healing where let's say it just puts like a status on you to where if you get hit it heals you instantly for some certain amount and then that bounces to another person and then when they get hit it bounces again and just pops back and forth whenever you get hit i mean there's all kinds of things they can do for gimmick healing so that's why i'm not really concerned with that um but but do you want it to be a gimmick healer or do you want it to actually I want it to work yeah like well, yeah I, of course I, it's gonna work well no but i know like, because astrologian didn't work machinist didn't work not so, at first. That's because they suck. I mean, m- maybe now with their uh, $36 million budget, they can <laughs> actually produce something I that think, works. I think we're all missing the point of Juxtadamus. He doesn't have to be able to defend his position. He never does. He's True. just right anyway. You just make it. Okay, cool. Man, cool. Can not. I make more? When's more he ever made a, a prediction and a- adequately defended it? Uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Ascalia. <laughs> and on that note, Samurai Tank and oh, um probably not Dancer. Actually, Dancer or Blue Mage, one of those two. I feel like Dancer's probably gonna be if it's in the game, it'll be a DPS, but it's like little focus will be on like uh like drain samba healing, just off healing that mm. just heals for a tiny bit. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Samurai. Just to shut up, Nika. <laughs> no. <laughs> in the patch notes, in the patch notes, it says, "Now shut up, Nika." <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> I mean, I'm. I'm. It's gonna be samurai. It's gonna be samurai. Yeah, it is. It's gonna be samurai. If yeah. it is, I hope Nika hates how it plays. That's the only way I will be okay. It'll be with a tank, so samurai being a tank would be amazing. It's right yeah, up around. I definitely think it's like yeah. there are so many people that say samurai would be DPS, and I would like to see that. But the thing is, is the fact that they've already told us they debated between samurai and dark knight for tank and chose dark knight, which means they already have some of the basics of how samurai would work as a tank in their repertoire. And so to rework it completely would be kind of dumb. Well, and we did hear a while, like last fan fest, that it was sort of a toss up between dark knight and. Samurai. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so if they already have a, the basics for a samurai tank, why right, take it? Right. Also, samurais wear heavy armor. All tanks in this game will 100% wear heavy armor because yep. of how they yeah. do the stupid. Now, yeah. what you did say that I thought was interesting is that I, I, I too think it's only going to be one, I mean, uh, two jobs. But if there is three and they add blue mage, I will fucking love that. Because Blue Mage is by far one of the most interesting you won't love jobs, it. period. No, Prediction, you, know you won't love it. Prince is you, if they add Blue Mage, I'll then still all you it. Blue Mages are going to be the new summoners, and none of oh, you will be God. happy with how they present I'll it. I love it. I, I think care. so, too. I don't care. Yeah. I think it'll be great. Can I don't we care what spell you glamours? Say. Well, because... It, the yes, th- spell glamours. That is, that is basically... <laughs> well, I don't even know that you'd get that level of customization. <laughs> no, you won't. You wouldn't. <laughs> no, because... you're going to ask for. Here's the thing, is that... It's going to be like literally every single other job ever where you're going to have job quests to unlock more abilities. And those quests will be you going and learning it from the. Yeah. Listen to me. It makes perfect sense. Hold on. Listen to me. I'm listening. IRP. Mr. Clint. Oh, God. Oh, no. So I want the glamour gear. All right. So oh, okay. he's going to be role playing as he walks up to the Drake in yes. Zaharak and says, "Please teach me how to shoot fire from my mouth." That's right. All this right. is how you do it. I want to do anything. I want I want that AF you. Prince. You're I want th- the AF. Your Savnarin gear is already in the game. Get that and die I blue. want the AF Prince. <laughs> Everybody shut up. I want it. This is what it sounds like when an Nero cries. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't make daddy cry. Give a shit. God! (laughs) Why do you gotta ruin it? I had a perfectly good joke and you just ruined it. Uh, So, yeah, there's a a lot of speculation uh, going around about Red Mage, about the other jobs that we could see. Uh, So is that is that it? Juxtadamus? Have we received all of your predictions or do you have any more? We're not going to get Dancer. You know why she looks like a dancer in the trailer? Because she's a girl, which means she's not as strong as the Warrior of Light, so she has to be dexterous. <laughs> Hashtag dexterous. Sexism. Dexterous. Don't blame me. Blame JP. <laughs> okay. All right. You're welcome. Or the uh, fact that she's probably an all amigo where that's kind of where their clothes kind of look like that anyway. So. Well, really well, sexist. We'll get well let's get to the, the lady in red in just a moment, but let's go to our phone lines uh real quick and talk to Klaus. Um Akiri. Oh wait. No, it should oh, be Klaus. We should have we're, we're getting Klaus. I'm pretty sure well, Yes, it was a mistake. We're getting Klaus right now, and he's going to be ready to talk immediately now because I've given him plenty of time to prepare. <laughs> What's right, up, Klaus? <laughs> What's up, Klaus? Hey, what's going on, guys? See? Thanks for uh, calling Limit Break Radio. What's up? 
Hey, thanks for having me on. It was an absolute pleasure to meet you guys. Oh, thanks, uh, man. Wanting to meet you guys for a long time. Sad we didn't get to do more. Sad I didn't get to join you guys at the after party, but uh, it was a blast meeting you guys, and I want to thank you for uh, everything you guys do. Oh, thanks. It was uh, it was quite a pleasure to meet everyone out at FanFest, and uh, thanks, man. That's, that's very kind of you. Uh, yeah, I... You're totally not the way you are on the show, but uh, no, you guys are awesome. <laughs> is that a good oh, thing or a bad thing? I don't know whether to oh, take that as a compliment. <laughs> I don't know whether to, it is a compliment yet, but uh, we're anyway, definitely thanks a for having different. me on. <laughs> we're gonna go. It with was yes. awesome, though, guys. Thank you, thank you very much. Uh, all right, so uh, what do you want to talk about? Well, you guys have been having a lot of discussion about Red Mage, and that's kind of my jam. I am when, when he showed the uh, the Scarlet Witch T-shirt, I was like, "Oh my God, Red Mage is finally coming!" And it's like, "Yes!" So we've been talking about, you know, what is Red Mage going to be? Um, and I've heard people, like you said, Juxus thinks is going to be a freaking healer. No way! I don't <laughs> think it's going to be a healer. Yes, it is. Come on. Mark my words. Get over yourself. It's not a healer. Um, but. I, there's different types of red mage throughout the final fantasy series um i'm really seeing more along the lines of the rune fencer personally because you're you, it's gonna probably be a melee dps it's gonna use the uh, enhanced spells on its sword now now hear me out it we could. don't really have a good use of the uh, elemental resistances and elemental buffs within 14 right now yeah but what we could use would be something along the lines of if you have in fire, it's going to enhance the strength of your attacks. If you yeah, have and the end Blizzard, spells exist already in the game too. In the yeah, they, Wanderer's they Palace heart, I think. Yeah, but any like I said, beast it, tribe anywhere, they all use yeah. end fire. Oh, they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, but like what I said, what classes it really are those jobs supposed to be? No, they have it regardless of what their job is. Like if they're a monk or a ranger oh, they or still anything. Have it? Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, a lot of those, uh, cla- they're just, it's part of their beast tribe. But uh, I think that it's going to give out uh, enhancements and enfeeblements. So like, let's say in Blizzard, it's going to maybe give like a chance to uh, slow the target. And uh, in Thunder could have a chance of paralyze. Something along those lines. So you're going to have those debuffs built in within the uh, spells themselves what are the chance that we start seeing new debuffs considering that we're getting uh you know we're getting a bit of a battle system revision plus the possibility of adding red mage do they get some unique debuffs that other jobs don't have access to parallel oh i would love to see that happen you know see uh yoshi p and the dev team think outside the box from what we've seen in other games give us something that we haven't seen yet that's new to 14 and and make it uh you know just make this version of red mage something just absolutely special instead of the refresh whore that it was in 11 <laughs> it should have reverse where it reverses all the moves of the mob so the party has to turn everyone around and it has to flip every mechanic of every raid that you do <laughs> that, that just sounds, sounds like, that just like, sounds like, like yeah that just sounds no. like it makes it way too hard <laughs> of course it does <laughs> of course it does uh, that, that, that'd be like super savage mode right there yeah exactly. there you go there you go exactly but so uh, I, I, no, go on. I was gonna say, you know, it it it's really gonna be one of those things where you know we can't look at Red Mage like Eleven was because it it got shoehorned into uh, they they had the support abilities built in within the party systems where right. you had to support all of your uh, um, your different players within that and they don't have that in this game. We, it's going to remain the Trinity. We're going to have healer DPS tank. Um, so I really think it's going to be fitting in as a DPS role and it's going to be a, uh, a buffer debuffer kind of uh, thing in that aspect. 
All right. Well, cool, man. Uh, thanks for the call. We appreciate it here on uh, on Limit Break Radio and uh, getting, uh, you know, your take on uh, what you think Red Mage is going to be. Uh, I, I mean, a lot of really interesting theories. And I think that that's kind of my favorite part is that the fact that we're getting Red Mage and they didn't tell us how it's going to operate or what role it's going to be in. It's going to keep us guessing for a little bit. And <sighs> and it just keeps. I don't want to th- guess. Yeah, but these theories are fun. I want to know. These theories are fun. You can't. You got to admit that the theories are really fun. Uh, so uh, thanks, guys, for uh, for sharing some of uh, your ideas. If you want to call Limit Break Radio, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Thanks, Klaus, for that email. I yep. want to talk. What? Real quick. What? Uh, what? 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 Uh, with mention to the end spells from beast tribes. Yes, that sounds an awful lot like something a blue mage would utilize. Is the <laughs> elemental or the end spells from beast tribes? Yes, we're gonna get red mage and blue mage, and they're both gonna be DPS, and I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at that point, let's just make samurai DPS. Too. Why not? Fuck Why it. Not? Three new DPS. <laughs> now Burn it to the ground. There you go. And Q times are through the roof. There you go. Let's talk about the lady in red because there was a lot of theorizing that was going on at. Fan fest about uh, the the uh, blonde that opens up the trailer with the big knockers. That's right, um, huge and, knockers. And uh, it, it was interesting to hear a lot of the early predictions that people had. A lot of people pointing to Ida as the possible uh, identity of uh, of this individual. And you know, it's I I don't know how much I still believe in that theory or that have, theory holds up. I have up. a new theory. Okay, what's your new theory, Nika? Apparently the lore book confirms Ida has a sister. Mm-hmm. 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 So, oh, I mean, okay. I feel like that is probably who it is. That's probably, yeah, that, that's probably that's a little on the yeah, nose. Yeah, but it's okay. <laughs> well, that's in that segment. All right, that's good. All right, but, let's move on. But I mean, so, to, be, to be fair, though, it would be pretty cool if it was Ida, or at least, I mean, I, I hope we'll at least see what Ida's face looks like in the near future. Hashtag um, where's the tattoo? But yeah. and that's the thing. That's where I was going yeah. with that. Is that like we know that she's magically stayed young for twenty years, so she could also magically put a tattoo on her neck and take it off. I, uh, think that that's... I don't know. I think I think <laughs> okay, she, she got... looks exactly. It, the God confirmed that she looks exactly the same as she did twenty years ago. Okay, how is that even possible without some kind of magic? You don't think that it's some kind of either? either she has something magic that's keeping her young, or it's an illusion. Her mask is a glamour. Kind of, if she has some kind of illusion magic, you don't think she could make it? A tattoo up here too I, It's just I It's I, a weird touch It's like It's a weird Like really uh, The thing I mean, is, is We know okay, it's fake no, She's not from yeah, her land Right But the thing is Is that They would have to Explain The significance Of the tattoo To be able To justify that yeah, Like for well, 2.0 yeah, no players It's not that important Everyone who has the tattoo Is from Charlene That's what the tattoo is It's fake Everyone who has That tattoo Is from Charlene Like Thancred has one and uh, your John Jay has one. They're all from Charlene. That's what that t- tattoo means. She used it as a cover to make people not know she's from Alamigo. That's 100% why she has that tattoo. Like, I didn't know anyone did that's, okay. that. That's, str- that's such a I mean, no, it makes no, that's no, 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 it's not stretching. How is that a stretch? 100% of the people who have that tattoo are from Charlene. That is what that tattoo means. Because it's, it's, an, it's, an, odd, it's an odd and unnecessary touch to try to 
shelter no, someone. Trying, no, 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 it's not. She's trying to hide her identity, so sense. she's going to pretend she's from Charlene. Because by having that tattoo, you're part of the well, the circle of uh, circle no, of knowing, knowing. and it's that makes knowing. you like valid. Like nobody's going to ask you a question. Of, oh, where'd you get that tattoo? You're automatically like, certified. Oh, you're from Charlene. Okay, no, well, she doesn't have to. Be I, look, I love Charlene. I love how Nika is just like it means that you're from Charlene. It means that. Well, no, that doesn't. No, it means that's your not, circle of knowing. Yeah. It, we, it, well, we. I mean, it could be the circle of knowing. It could be a Charlene attribute or a Charlene cultural thing. We don't know. The, my point is, is that we don't actually know what the significance of that tattoo is. Hasn't it said it? I could have. No one has. It. No one has ever but addressed the tattoo. Again, again, we don't have to say that it's significant because it's on significant people. So it's on Thangret. It's on Ishtola. It's on uh, uh, Papalima. It's is it on Cryo. That's and a great question. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Is she even? Is she from Charlene though? We know she's there. Yes, yeah. she was. She was. <laughs> My God, uh, Nika. I can't remember because she's Alpha been Nose teacher. She was Alpha Nose teacher. Right. I, I, I love. It. She, oh, she's, yeah, it yeah, means yeah, you're Charlene. Right. It means you're Charlene. Is Cryo Charlene? I don't remember. <laughs> That's just wow. No, I don't remember I if she has a tattoo you. or not. Well, I'm just I'm saying you undercut your point right no, there. No, I think Moonbreda yeah, does I have one. I don't remember if she has a tattoo or not. Moonbra- Moonbreda does have one. I think it's like on her leg or something. Somebody yeah, pulled- that sounds okay. right. That sounds okay. right. Okay. Thing, yes. I don't think Moonbreda was Circle of Knowing, right? <laughs> Shit. But that's not the point. The point is that if you have the tattoo, you're fucking important. Okay, so. except there's a big problem. Moonbreda is dead. <laughs> what does that have anything to do with that? It doesn't. He's just being a fucking shit. idiot. It makes me really happy. Shut anyway. Up. Anyway. The only good row is a dead God, row. God, shut up. <laughs> so Guys, annoyed. I don't think Benfilia has the tattoo either. She's not from Charlene. She's not from, she. yeah. And she's not part of the circle of knowing. But again, it's a, it's just, it's an odd fucking, oh my God. It's an odd fucking detail to add to a character and never explain it and then take it away and never address no, but it. I like it, it, can, in some way you have to, in the narrative you have to. But you can take well, two sentences. I added this tattoo because yeah, only to try to protect done. you. Fine. Yeah. That's, that's fine. That's as much of an explanation as I'm, yeah, as, as, as I'm required, as I need to yeah, accept. Exactly. That. But they if need to. Is, th- if that is Zita, she will easily say because yeah, once she eventually like admits because the only reason we know she's a Malamigo is because of that guy that recognized her. She still has not specifically said to anyone in our crew where she's from. So I think when it finally gets to that point where she's like, "Yeah, this is me. I hid my identity." Like we'll get all of that explanation. So then, 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 the then they have to. Then right they now. have to go. The, the, um, I'm just saying if if that's the evidence that people are trotting out to say it's that's definitely not Yida. And okay, fine. She has a sister. Fine. That's, that's also. Valid guess, but I'm just saying if that's the evidence, then the, in a narrative sense, then the tattoos have to be addressed in some way. Some it, it, you can't just overlook that and go, "Oh, Here. she has she doesn't right. have a tattoo anymore." Ha ha. Let me present two theories to you, and you tell me which one is a Square Enix storyline. Oh, theory, no, theory, oh. No, theory number one: Ida. Well, left Alamigo's a refugee, got this tattoo to hide as a Charlene, and then at some point she takes it off as she resurfaces as an Alamegan. Theory number one. Theory number two, Ida has a sister who she was separated from. One of them went and hid with the Charlene's, and one of them stayed back with the Resistance. Which of those says Square Enix That's to you? That's my theory is the same. Number one. two. No, That's actually literally both of them at the same time no, with equal validity. They could both totally. be true at the same time. Yeah. No, no, no. Those are both. Those are literally both Square Enix plot lines. That's not fair. I was. That's wait- not fair. <laughs> That's a trick question. I disagree. I think the second no, one. The I second was waiting one. for the bad one to to do a drop, but they they're both good, so I can't. Oh drop it. Oh Why can't both of those be true? I feel like those could 
easily both be true because one of them just seems weird i don't know like magic tattoos yeah that's strange that no that sounds like square enix Oh, did you not, fucking Lassie? Like, uh, did you guys not play Thirteen? <laughs> Jesus, I got hey, all about hey, it. I thought we agreed that we're trying to forget Thirteen. Yeah. We did. We did agree on that, but it's a thing, and there it had magical tattoos. Hey, so. moms are tough. <laughs> Why did I give you your mic back? <laughs> we Why? ask ourselves that okay. a lot. I, Here's I have no one to but but myself to blame for that. Here's the most plausible explanation. Oh god. oh god, the tattoo isn't real. She just draws it on every single day <laughs> and then wipes it off because it's made in pen. Hashtag Sharpie tattoo. Well, not Sharpie. That stays on really easy. It's just oh. it's just pen. We should have done that for your tattoo. <laughs> no, you know, looking okay. back on it. I just found a. Um, oh, a good. Nick is going. Nick is doing oh research. Here we go. Okay, I found a thing on the official forums where apparently when you first meet Moon Brita, Yustola has a small talk option that says like, "I know that she's different, but she's the best of the best. She wouldn't have the tattoo otherwise." So it clearly means people that are like really, really high in either what they do, probably scholarly, I would assume. But does it mean uh, that they're Charlayan? I do not believe. But does it mean they're Charlayan? But does it? Does it? Because you don't get a tattoo. Does it mean that they're Charlayan or only important? Make up your mind. Important Charlayan. They're oh (laughs) now. God damn! But (laughs) you look at that. But Ida is. If you don't live in Charlayan, you don't get it. No, look, look. That's clearly. If Moon Brita had one, she's not important. (laughs) Yes, she. She's so okay. The reason that they killed her off because she was OP. She had this magical vial that could literally kill every Asian, and the, oh and, all, and literally God. every time she'd show up, be like, "Here you go, guys." And the storyline decided, "Uh, we can't have her anymore. Or the story would be over. So let's kill her." Nika, that was exactly what happened. I think you're triggered. I think I triggered. Yeah. Plus, that vial is one it's use just only. The truth. That vial is one use only. <laughs> did you know? Oh, uh, uh, look. Uh, so yeah, look. If if it if that is the evidence, the tattoo, it's got to be addressed. It has to be addressed in the in the narrative. They're somehow. sisters. One of them's gonna die. Yep, I like that. Yep. Me and Prince. It, 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 oh shit! Yida's sister's gonna die. No, Yida's gonna die and be replaced by her sister. Yep. No. I oh, think, I can no, see that. No. Okay. Yeah, here, here's why it's not gonna happen. It's a traitor. Here's why that's not gonna happen. Because Yida's sister has big boobs. That's why she's gonna die. Because I want to see those boobs more, and she's gonna die. And they're gonna say, "Fuck you! You don't get to see them." Can we kill his mic again? We yeah. do usually. Oh, we- kind of want to kill Nika's mic, if I'm being honest. But that's my <laughs> mic. But because I'm actually passionate about this fucking game. Okay. <laughs> no. We got under her skin. Look at that. That's oh, that's satisfying. Um, I would like to point out that there's no proof that Thancred is Charlayan oh, either. No. All that's known about him is that he <laughs> used to be a street urchin in Limsa Lominsa till Louis Soir recruited him. But he has the tattoo. Is he also hiding an identity, Nika? No, he clearly went there and became a high scholar or whatever he did there. To oh, Yida can't go there and become a scholar. No, wait, 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 well, wait. She just did it. Th- no, 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 no. Yida's not very smart. Okay, no, no, no. no. It's never been. I have more. I have a quote guys. from Ethos's video. Guys. Okay. It's never. Ethos's, guys. It's never been confirmed that Thancred's a scholar either. Okay. No, but he's obviously. He said it many times that he's the muscle. Many times. All right. So let's just throw that out and get move on. I think 
that's more of a base. I, I agree with you, Prince. I think that if you were a part of like the science little group, they all knew Louis Swa, right? They were part of this little circle of knowing. I think that's why they got the tattoo. Right. You, you know, got no, to hang you know, out with Louis Swa. That's what it is. You know what I think? No. You know what that is? It is clearly, obviously, you guys. It's gang insignias. Yeah. No. Totally. Right. No. But you guys have overlooked the obvious. Is that that was your great Google library card? Duh! <laughs> That's how you got into the Great Google Library. You had to have the tattoo. The yeah, yeah, exactly. The you had the tattoo on you somewhere. That's right. And you could go to the Google. That's right. When when Moon to... when Moon Brita would come in to check out books, she would go scan my thigh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I do have a quote from Atthis's video where he speculates that Yida is a refugee seeking asylum in a circle of knowing, and her lack of intelligence hits that she's not a scholar. She's just there hiding. Yeah, like that course. was Atthis's actual yes. thing. So people are like, "Cute Atthis." That's what he said in his video. Yeah. Juxta, can you actually try and call Ethis? He, no, do no, not wake at this Australian. Come on, like, Ray, isn't that's it so like, unfair? Jeez, fest. He that's, said, if you guys call me on Skype and I see it, I'll answer. That's no, what he told just me stop. It's no, like five a.m. over stop. there. Leave Ethis alone. God, yeah, seriously. <laughs> Good lord! Uh, he said he really wants to do a lore book episode. So when we, we all should, get a lore we book. absolutely, we absolutely. Oh, can I, we, yeah. I need to sit in on that. That we're That's definitely going to be, loud. we're definitely yeah. going to be doing that. All right, let's go back to our phone lines. And uh, if you want to call Limit Break Radio, Limit Break Radio on Skype eight one zero five one five eight seven one five limitbreakradio.com slash discord. Still got a couple of people hanging on the line. Uh, let's talk to Melky. What's up, Melky? Hi, guys. Hi. Hello. Welcome to Limit Break Radio. Thank you for having me. No problem. Okay, so a couple of things. I really, 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 really want to answer. Oh, okay. honey. Gosh. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Prepare for disappointment. <laughs> Bless yeah. your heart. Yeah. yeah. It's too bad. There's a there's a ton of reasons why I think the uh, the lady in red is a dancer as opposed to everyone saying that she's a monk because yes she's using monk moves but there there's there's like the 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 way the way she moves flows too too well to be a monk and like monks are more like they they're more they're Rigid. more strong with their stances whereas with dancers um what what i feel like 14 could do with this is they could emphasize on how they could flow and use their um opponent's strengths um against them and 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 shit like that and that that was that was how that was how i interpreted her her moves were going with that and yeah theory two is that essie's behind the times with sexism and they say "Ooh, girly monk right I'm sorry. Well, well to be, I mean, you've been, been watching dancer for like a long while now, <laughs> since the fucking Thevnarian, um, the, the fucking Thevnarian set has, has came out, and <laughs> I'm like, oh well, if Melky's wanted dancer for that long, guys, have you seen the animations though? When you change between uh, fists of wind, earth, and fire, they're very flowy and dancing, yeah. especially when they do have, they do, and and but 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 the thing the thing is, um, with with dancer, it, it's it's more um. They, 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 how do, how do I explain this? The hand movement flows a bit more as opposed to like, 
as opposed to like just changing form. Uh, so I, I, I think I think you're reaching. I think it's, you're reaching. I, I think it's, it's because a, it all all of it looks like kung fu. Like it, is. it looks no, like no, actual. No. It is kung fu. It is kung fu. It is kung fu. Exactly. So how is it? So that's not dancer. Like martial arts just looks like that. It's different. No, it's no, different no, no, forms no. of kung fu. What the lady in red was using was clearly based on tai chi chuan, which is yeah. very much so more flowy. It's a what they but call a, a softer art, it's not a dance. art, but it's still a martial art. See, yeah. but uh, to me. What that says is uh, Monk is going to be introduced to some element of stance dancing. Okay, well, hold, hold, hold on. Isn't there Which two different cool. kinds of monks in Final Fantasy XIV? There, there is, yes. So yes, because yeah. they, were, they, were, they were conflicting against each other. Isn't it possible Alamigo. that this chick is actually just using that other form? That is possible. And, and thus, it is possible. we have stances that we actually use for Monk now. And that's all. That's all I looked at it as. Is that oh, Monk's gonna get a new stance? Cool. Yeah. Maybe she's a red mage. <laughs> she's the red mage. My okay. Here's my here's my proof or my evidence. She's wearing red. Oh, Ooh. strong argument. Yeah. Thank you. You know the guy. The 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 other monk is. Uh, he's got blue in him in his aura. Does that mean that he's gonna be blue mage? <gasps> blue what? mage confirmed. Blue mage. He's confirmed. wearing like furry stuff. So. Oh, Beastmaster! Oh, oh. Mage Beastmaster! There it is. I just, I, I, I can't, I can't help but feel people are really reaching for what they want out of these jobs, not yeah. like what's actually there. There's, I mean, to be yes. honest, I, look, I, I agree with you. I will agree that some of those animations were very reminiscent of Dancer Eleven, uh, Eleven's Dancer, especially though the like the whip sleeves that she had going on. That's now that, that's that, now, that's, that's kind of interesting. Best, I think that's the best evidence pointing to dancers. I admit she everyone thought is, dancer for the first ten seconds. Nope, yeah. she's a monk. She did featherfoot and snap and snap punch <laughs> in the true. in the actual. Or maybe trailer. she's just cross classing monk. Oh. Oh. oh, get out of here! Look, uh, look that. I, a lot has been made of the sleeves on the outfit, and I just don't think that there's enough there to actually yeah. mean anything and for all we know I that's think it's specific just an eastern looking yeah. outfit because yeah. she's from alamigo and that's what their outfits look like yeah, yeah. and for that's all it. we know that's like specific design like that's just her outfit it doesn't have, it's not af it's not right. anything it's, yeah, it's just like her outfit it's when you like when you look at imerick he wasn't like a job all to himself that's just what imerick wore right yeah. right and i mean like the idea but the idea of sleeves as weapons like as a weapon class i think is is a little bit laughable although i can definitely <laughs> get behind seeing a whole bunch of females wearing that gear set around town cut his mic with the big uh big boobs they cut already have the Thavnaren set cut his mic. this is like the fourth time this episode i know i'm gonna go for a record he's making up for not having last week <laughs> awful the worst the lit the literal worst anyway uh no one can hear you no one can hear you don't say things i'm sorry no you're not that's a lie. That's a filthy fucking lie. I'm socially awkward. That's correct. Okay, that may be a little bit more accurate, but it still doesn't make it justifiable. I'm the troll guy? Yes. That's, yes, that's the one. Is. There's Perfect. the winner. There it is. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. I, I think It was rhetorical. I think a lot of people have made up way more out of the trailer and the speculation for it than is necessary. I, 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 I don't think that we got many more soft confirms out of that than what Yoshi P had an, it, origi originally like really wanted us to take away. Like, of course, this is the Monk expansion. The expanded trailer, we may see 
some red maginess go down. Um, so you know, I, I it's to me it's interesting. Now, if if red mages had like kind of a Eastern take on the job, right? Like if if the if the armor was a little bit more Eastern influenced. So, so if they do that, then it's like a journey to the West kind of looking thing. Little, then they yeah, use yeah, yeah. staves. Right. Then it, I can see that and it being more of a healer. I think that's an, that's an interesting way to explore because I think, I think when people, most people think red mage, they think the hat, they think, yes. you know, they think it the, has or, to have the hat. It has to have but it. Yeah, the, have the chapeau. Come on. Yeah. But I mean, like, there's no way that listen. But that's but that's super like Eastern European though. But there's no way there's no way they're not putting that in. Period. I mean, as a glamour, eventually, yeah. No, there's no way that's not the AF. Period. Okay, well then I think that you have a hard time making Red Mage come from that area of the map. You said it had oh, well, to yeah, come yeah, from yeah, there. It doesn't. Yeah, I, yeah, it doesn't. Not. I'm not. I'm not saying that it does. But if it was going to, if you're going to have a job rooted out of there, like we suspect that there might be mm-hmm. what what is it going to be i mean if that's the home of the monks then whatever comes out of there also has to kind of but they operate can do in whatever that same... they want machinist technically doesn't really make much sense in ishgard no either. no no. yeah well because machinist was a totally most, new thing it makes the most but it's it's a totally new thing but they had to make it fit that's my thing it wasn't right. something that felt more natural even dark knight in a little bit i'm not saying yeah. more natural i'm not saying but, that it does but yeah. I'm, I'm just saying if red mage if Red Mage's origin is from that part of the continent, mm-hmm. then you're going to have a much more Eastern-influenced vibe to the job. I could see them changing the hat, but just keeping the feather in it. There All you right. go. That's the so, important part. Yeah, the feather. The feather. Mm, a big feather, though. Yeah. Anyway. It has to be bigger than the feather that came off of Amon's hat yes. in Circus Tower. That's yeah. true. It has to be bigger than the Tevnarian uh, turban. How big is too big? There's, there's no such there's thing. No yeah. such thing. Yeah. What are you talking yeah. about? Okay. That's not real. Put 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 the game into big head mode from like NBA Jam. <laughs> big hat mode. There you go. Big hat mode. Yeah. I like it. Golden Confirm. eye. Uh, all right, uh, Malky, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. If you want to give uh, Limit Break Radio a call, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Kind of running down the clock here towards the end of the show. Uh, we'd appreciate your calls. We'd love to hear from you. Were you hanging out watching the FanFest stream? What were your reactions to the Stormblood announcement? Uh, I, you know, I, I, I feel like with Heaven's Word, I had so much locked into my imagination. And I guess I, I, in, in a lot of ways, I had some expectation attached to that as well. Because we had seen some of the areas of Corthus. We had seen some, you know, we had known about these areas that we were going to be pushing into with Heaven's Word. And it seemed like such a big part of the map to explore. And I guess some of my reservation about Stormblood comes from, and again, not to not to just go back to the amount of real estate that we have on the map to, to uh, explore, but it does really feel like we have kind of, a, a, you know, a lot more limitations uh, on this section of geography than we did in Heaven's Word and pushing northward into uh, into that section of the map. Well, oh, but the thing is, is that I I was talking to you guys earlier about this, about how uh, actually a, f- a few weeks ago about how nobody expected that we would be in like a Charlayan colony by the end of 
uh, Heaven's Ward. Pretty much everybody. Samurai tank support, red mage DPS support, uh-huh. dancer healer support, new party designation support, new five man party, one tank, one healer, two DPS, oh. one support. Tanya Damas predicts. I, see, I told you. I'm, hashtag I, I didn't pull it from nowhere, man. I, I wasn't making that shit up. Oh my People Tanya really. Is now uh, subscribing to the Nero school of thought, everybody. God damn it. I do not think that they're going to add an additional role. That's insanity. Then why'd you say they would? I, I Can didn't. You please stop perpetuating this did, myth, Nero. All I did was, was just bring it up as a possibility, man. Oh, We're going to put the video out there without a Nero's uh, uh, disclaimer at the end, so everyone thinks the Nero said it. That's definitely not my idea. It's <laughs> complete. Will you please stop perpetuating this myth? Anyway, sorry, Prince. You were in the middle of the But anyway, as we were saying, nobody expected to be in Idleshire or in this Charlayan colony by, by the end of it in terms of the story. So the concept that we don't have as much land to work with is, is true but i don't think that has anything to do really with how much content we can actually get again like this we're very true we're talking about a uh, stone sky sea and how you practice your raids on there so if you have 2.0 this is kind of my far-fledged tinfoil hat theory so you have 2.0 which is stone it functions as a foundation everything's ground-based everything's planar you don't do anything then you have 3.0 which is sky you have air-based zones air exploration flying mounts all this other stuff that takes place in the air then you have c so now you have 4.0 which is in the sea you have sea-based exploration you have sea mounts you can have some 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 islands going on and then we're talking about uh uh the isle and how you have random jobs and stuff who's to say they can't implement that again with something like that so i mean the the, the land has nothing to do with it we could get the same amount of content if they just add some sea-based exploration stuff that'd be sweet yeah i mean i don't know how much i I, it's it's not like the ability to fly you know like i don't think that they're going to be adding something like swimming so that you don't you don't have like the z access to play with right um but a a theme like a thematically uh, you know, something like uh, FC uh, boats. Yeah, well, like thematically, something like like C from FF11 was very good, and it utilized some dead space on that map. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're gonna. They are Square Enix does not seem to be repeating themes from FF11 terribly yeah. often, and I don't know how much hoping for that uh, is is totally reasonable because. I mean, well, but they have repeated themes. So you have you have 1.011, which was just basically your Shadow Lord story, and then Zillart came out, which was with U.S. launch, and what was the in-game zone Sky? So I mean, to say that they're not kind of copying themes, I mean, it's kind of I mean they are. Well, a I mean, bit. themes is one thing because you have a lot of tropes that repeat themselves not just through ffs but through all rpgs but prince i think i think that you have the right of it when you say you know would anyone at all have predicted that we would be have our main base of operations be at this huge you know what's essentially this giant charlayan city slash monument thing i mean that thing is mammoth size when you're in that zone and then when you take a look at something like the sea of clouds which is by far the biggest zone added and it's technically not represented on the map mm-hmm. i think just because we have this massive does. land they could still add tons and tons of stuff i mean have we gotten anything anywhere that's in any way shape or form similar to like movilopolis 
Right. Because or that's anything there. underground outside. Well, anything, of, but you have Ogamora, but not terrain. But anything like that is going to be only relegated to a dungeon. Clearly, like that's not going to be. Maybe. It's not going to be. You know what I mean? Like uh, it, I don't think possibly, it will be. But it, I wouldn't completely rule I don't it think out. It, it would will suck be, yeah. if it was. And you're probably right because Square Enix. Mm-hmm. But. You know, if we had a zone that was underground that was as big as what the Sea of Clouds is, I would freaking flip my lid. That'd be sweet, yeah, a big underground that colony. Yeah. Uh, okay, but I mean, it, uh, let's say that's what Eureka is. I mean, that's that's it, there's equal likelihood that it would be, you know, an event like that. And but every time I bring up Eureka, you guys are like, ah, oh, I'd, I'd curb your expectation. Who you know? says that? Well, that's only because I. I I curb my expectation because they they don't add new modes very well in this game. No, but you're you're not wrong. You're definitely not wrong. That's for sure. But small point of contention: Sea of Clouds is absolutely represented on on the map. Uh, hey guys, uh, Melky Thera actually messaged at this about the tattoo, no. and he responded. Oh jeez, oh, said it's actually not unique to the Scions. You'll see it on a bunch of shards. Charlayans, it's a mark earned alongside the Archon title for Charlayans who have excelled in a given field. So it's basically a PhD stamp. It's a PhD Latoya stamp. has one, Gratia, etc. Can, can, who the fuck is Gratia? Can I, uh, just real quick, uh, uh, guys, don't, don't bug Ethis and wake him up on our behalf. That's just not, don't do that. If you, if you just if you just heard us, I mean, if you just heard us tell Juxton not to bother him, why would why you, message, why would you go and bother him on our behalf? Okay, one, probably sending him a message wouldn't wake him up. Two is our show is normally at 1 p.m. when he can't make it. It's 8.42 now. It's probably a normal time of morning for him. Let's check. Probably. What? What time yeah, let's do yeah, more. Yeah. Let's do more time math. That sounds like it's fun. <laughs> no, no it's more so time math. Cool. All right. Uh, anyway, let's go back to our phone lines and talk to Taser Smurf. What's up, Taser? Hey guys. Thanks for calling um, Limit Break Radio. Yeah, no problem. F. First, I have to talk to clear something up about the day two recordings because it's already caused trouble. Uh oh. Well, you guys talked to Saskia and he gave a shout out to the LS for LBR on Midgard, which is fine. But then, according to him, he was rushed. And because he was rushed, he added the words, and we have an FC, which isn't true. Okay. Oh, all right. right. No, I actually had someone the day that the seasonal events start go, hey, are you, when did you, you know, not be part of the quote unquote official FC? And I'm like, I was never part of that FC, so. Way to go, Saskio. Nailed it. Saskio, you're a piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea why any of this matters, but okay. (laughs) Well, now she's being she's no. being bugged by people, and they're asking her and they're accusing her of things that when something doesn't even exist. There's no the there's issue. no LBRFC anywhere so, except for Sargatanis. Come to Sargatanis and be yeah, honest. So she she is clearing this up so that people will stop messaging her is about that, this. Okay, stop shaming me. It seems like a pretty easy conversation to have, but okay. All right. Um, but I wanted to talk to you about um the Yida lady in red. Okay. Um, I know how you complain about the tattoo not being pure. You know, you can't see it. But yeah. she has right. a very bulky necklace. No, no, no. no. It's a choker, not a necklace. Yeah, there's, there, if there was a tattoo on that character model, 
it is not one of those things that is just like cleverly framed out of the shot. We definitely um, would. We no, no, I no, no, no. Didn't you see Game I of Thrones? Because look at all the long hair styles that somehow they get up into very, very tight fitting hats. No way. No, no. I don't. Know. I don't buy it. I, I, if if there was a tattoo on that character model, someone would have found. At least a little yeah. bit of it, and I and okay. I've, I mean there are def, there are definitely shots that show her, and it's and and the part where the yeah. tattoo should be is ex, is totally exposed. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm looking at them two side by side right now, and at there least like go. part of the tattoo would definitely be covered, but the little the, the flat part on the top and the little hook that goes up would be above would the joke for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and I just the only other theory that I like is um that it's the actual real Yida and that the one that we know is actually the sister and they did like a Padme bullshit thing. they swapped them on us Padme bullshit that's an interesting theory I like that idea that Yida ends up being a fake Yida it's not far-fetched I can believe that wait a minute hang on hang on what yeah Hang on. What 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 purpose does doing a prince in the popper switcheroo uh, uh She's clearly Alamegan royalty. Yeah, but if they're sisters, they're both the sister. Alamegan <laughs> royalty. No, 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 sir, sir, sir. You have you have six lines of succession. Oh, laws, sir. God. Okay, all right, fine. But, but, maybe, no, but we already maybe. know that the monk NPC is the prince. So what would Yida's royalty status matter? She's supposed to be betrothed to him. Okay. Ooh, hang on. Uh, I don't know. I don't think that one flies. I'm I mean, not sure we know about that, that she's hiding her eyes to hide so that people wouldn't recognize her. So I mean, maybe she's someone super important. And, and even even, even if it, look, even if line of succession is important, blood relation is even more important. You'd want to hide both of them equally, right? But the thing is, is that maybe she got away and the sister didn't, and she's been trapped in the empire. Or maybe she's just like fuck well, all that, and I'm part what? of the resistance. She's not but, trapped in the empire. She's hanging out at Rolgar's Reach, apparently. Uh, but, right. but again, well, but, we don't what, know what the on. context of that. But what does that revelation do for us, the character? Right? Like when we, when when it was revealed that uh, that Minfilia was what was like a little girl that we had helped in 1.0, right? Like that was a good revelation. It was it like brought it full circle, you know. Th- what does doing the switcheroo with Yida or sister like? What 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 actual what payoff? Yeah, what exact? Thank you. What payoff is there yeah, behind there, that there reveal? Be because Majoga just said, according to the lore book, Theodrid is the only surviving royalty, okay. unless people are assuming that Yida is dead. That's uh, possible. That is but if she, possible. But if her sister is alive, well, there are also two there surviving are, royalty. There's also the two factions too. There's, I mean, the, you don't know, you know, if he's the only surviving royalty. There was the usurping faction, and oh, she and may the, the ones that were like pushed out aren't considered royalty anymore because that's possible. They were right. like the, 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 the succession was interrupted for sure. Or, or right, or this could just be the trailer. And it, none of this could mean anything. Just like in Heaven's War, <laughs> there's 50 dragoons and the uh, Sea of Clouds is directly above Ishgar. They're lancers. Those are lancers. Yeah, those are lancers, man. Come on. Oh, I forgot. There's only, like eight, there's only eight dragoons. My bad. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a really fair point, though. How much of that Heaven's War trailer means anything? Yeah. None of it. Yeah. You, you mean you mean Stormblood? No. no. How much of the Heaven's Word trailer actually oh. meant something to the Heaven's Word story? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, it so actually So why are had... we digging into Stormblood's trailer for lore? 
Because you're not going to uh, find it. There's nothing there. Because it's the only thing we have, Ascali. Do you want us to not do a show? God damn, you got anything better to do? Well, I did wait till hour is three there to mention it. Is there something that you wanted to talk about or something? <laughs> you piece of shit. To be Jeez. fair, Ascali didn't bring it up. It was me. You know what? Wait, <laughs> don't worry. Don't blame no. me anyway. It's Ascali's fault. Fit in here perfectly, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's the joke. Don't don't yeah, ruin the stop joke. Stop it, Clarence. Come on. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Asshole. You're making daddy yell. We're just going to skip over FFFL today. How about that? How does that make you feel? Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Vote for that. That's your penis. <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you really trying to find logic in the drops? Because I really wouldn't. Yeah, don't, yeah, do, don't that. do that. You'll lose your mind. Especially the penis ones. He really likes the penis ones. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. Just take off the ones. Anyway, Taser, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Uh, If you'd like to call Limit Break Radio, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Let's hear your tinfoil hat theories about who the lady in red is. Maybe she's uh, maybe she's uh, resurrected Minfilia. That's my guess. That's my. Gonna, t- <laughs> I know I was gonna throw out there. We're going tinfoil hat. She's got like t- someone's reincarnation or oh some bullshit. Minfilia two. <laughs> Minfilia two point It's actually femme derplander. She's the alternate version that you know. Since she went to that other world to fix things, that now she is we, um, this world's version of her. We trade. No, 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 no. We traded. <laughs> we traded Minfilia with the dubious disc. We've got to get her back. We've got to get her <laughs> traded back. And we'll get Minfilia Z. Yeah, there we go. Jesus Christ. No, we sent... <laughs> we sent... We sent Minfilia to that awful world, and they sent that us was, their Minfilia. Come on. Oh, shit. Just is over here losing his shit, because the joke is fucking accurate. <laughs> it was a good one. I liked it more when you weren't a pokey Pokemon. <laughs> Uh, is it is it because you had better Pokemon jokes at that point? No, no. I just like the fact that you didn't make them. <laughs> He's never had better jokes ever. <laughs> uh, so I, I, yeah, if you want to share your uh, theories, thoughts, get them in here because uh, we're about to wrap up Limit Break Radio on Skype eight one zero five one five. 8715limitbreakradio.com slash discord. Now, one of the questions that we had gotten a lot from people, uh, both actually at FanFest itself and then afterwards from from people at home who are watching the stream, is, uh, you know, we saw a lot of community love uh, on that stream. Saw Sly and Happy who were hanging out on, uh, on the official stream. Uh, for day one, oh. and you had Joe Never Fails, who was up on stage on the main stage on the main stage with Matt Hilton doing the PvP sure presentation. I gotta say, Joe is really, really talented at this. Mm. I mean, he's really, really good. Yeah, uh, he, he carried a, Matt Hilton. Kind of, yeah. Not gonna yeah. lie. <laughs> I, I wish Joe was the one uh, moving the camera around because I feel like he would have been a lot more. I, I, I actually, I sorry, agree. Maddie. I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Yeah, no, no, you know, no, nothing against Matt. Matt's a great guy. Yeah, but Joe knows PvP. Joe, he really does. I think Joe would have uh, would have had some really interesting camera work, but he did a great job calling all of those matches. Mm-hmm. Did a, a great job pre- uh, presenting. He's he's a pro, man. He's absolutely. Think of it. That's the guy who was trolling fans. Fest two years prior <laughs> up on stage and now he's on stage legit so impressive <clears throat> so impressive we're so proud 
My oh, rage group tried playing against this group the other day and got stomped. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, I bet. So, uh, but the the question that we got was, hey, like, why why weren't yeah. why did, you know you you guys are out there celebrating ten years? You know why didn't Square Enix talk to you guys? Like, you guys mm-hmm. would have been really important. Yep. Um, the truth of that is that we were just we were too busy. We tried. Square Enix tried to get us on the stream. At least a couple of times, at least three or four times. And uh, the fact is, is that we were just, we were all over the place. We couldn't get everyone in the same place at once. Oh, and I mean, we had so we much tried. to do. Oh, we tried. We, we almost, we actually almost got there, but then Susan wanted to get an interview with us. And, 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 you know, and that one ran sorry, long. Square Enix, but Susan Calloway, Square Enix. Exactly. Susan's friend yeah. of the show. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Friend, friend of the show. I mean, we couldn't, we couldn't let Susan down. And so, yeah, we, we had to say, sorry, Square Enix, we can't, we can't, we can't help today. you. Uh, we'd love to help you try to produce content. We've been doing it for you for 10 years. Yeah, yeah, right, right. But, you know, uh, you're going to have to carry this one alone. Um, yeah. We're really um, sorry. We're really, really sorry. They were, they, they were a little heartbroken about it, but I think they understood. I, I think we may have insulted them a, a little bit. bit. Kind yeah. of, but... I felt I mean, bad. I felt bad. Can we can we send an apology out to Square Enix? We don't I usually guess. apologize for things, but, I mean, come, we, we do feel kind of bad about that one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a bummer, but I mean it's fan fest. I mean they're out hobnobbing with everyone. We got to hobnob with everyone. Else. I don't know. I don't know how they expected us to to carve out time for them. Yeah. I mean honestly, well, like they, so, they, they, what they needed to do. Let's be honest about this. What they needed to do was like book this at least two weeks ahead of time. Oh yeah, I was like like two or three months. Because like, well, because we book up. I mean we're busy people, and right, and right. we've got to manage our time when we're out there, and we can't just we can't just willy nilly make up time for Square Enix just because they decide oh now's a good time for us. Right. I, I mean. Look, Come on. That's unreasonable. Right. Totally unreasonable. Since we're apologizing, I'd actually like to send out a little apology too. Um, Mr. Happy and some of the dream people had like a little get together thing that uh, we were invited to. And I only stayed for like 10 minutes. Uh, I hope you guys had a great time. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think Juxta stayed there a little longer. You, you, you and Nero, the little thing they did. We hung out Um, for a while. Yeah. 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 So it was, it was cute. Um, but I, 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 I left a little early because I, I, I went down to the beer park to hang out with the 200 or so FF11 players that were down there. But FF11 want, players? Wow, you know, that's right. Re- well, there were some. There were some 11 players, but they were mostly 14 players. <laughs> so, oh. But there were two. Um, the, but but, but just, what you're, what, Kala, what you're saying is, is that there were 200 FF11 players in the sea of 500 FF14 players. That's what you meant, there right? There you go. Yeah. yeah, so there's a little impromptu party down there, there. And, uh, and I just wanted to you know give a thank you to Mr. Happy and just apologize for not sticking around well and also thank you to the beer park folks because they threw yeah. a pretty uh pretty awesome impromptu party yeah. the way that par- thank you to um sproutling tony michelle and don because they were the ones who thought hey let's try and get people together tonight and then they coordinated with kooky to get the word out and next thing you know 200, 200 people, people. The, the way Michelle, that 200 ff 11 players the, the that. way that party came together is amazing because they were going around like they had people who were going around and they would say hey what server are you on and no matter what server you said they're like oh there's a private meetup for your server at the beer park it's pretty tonight. smart <laughs> oh it was that, brilliant that was really that's clever, funny yeah, yeah. it uh, was really impressive because there was actually like 10 or 15 people that were gathered around a scalia the whole night i was i was impressed what Get yeah, out of like, here. Maybe they didn't know who he was. Get but, the mean, fuck out of here. Well, no. it's just his giant, big, fat, pink head is like a lighthouse that, that attracts all the moths to it. You're That's so true. desperate for that to hurt me, aren't you? But he was sitting down, so maybe they thought it was Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Does she have pink hair? No. I'm sure she has at some point. 
I don't know where that came from. That was really Boo! Nice. Swing and a miss on the pop culture reference there, yeah. bud. Sorry. Uh, all right. So, uh, again, thank you to everyone that came and hang out and especially came and hung out at the after party. That was uh, so amazing. Uh, honestly, you know, and, and Juxta, it is accurate. Juxta and I did not go to the uh, beer park party, uh, mostly because I, we were old men. Wasted. Yeah, they're so Well, old. not wasted. No, no. You, Drained. Uh, yes. There exhausted. Go. Yes. Uh, and I, I, I got to tell you, the Thursday that we were there, uh, the Thursday night into Friday. I think I slept for something like 10 hours, 11 hours. Yeah. It was blissful. It was it was some of the best sleep that I've ever gotten. Those beds bed. were so comfy. They really were. They really were. Again, thanks to Kuki, who uh, helped us out with a lot of those travel arrangements. Uh, that was just fantastic. So uh, Kuki was point person on this entire trip. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Kooky made this possible. Could not have been possible without Kooky. Oh, the fan fest would have been such a train wreck for us if Kooky wasn't with us. Oh, it really boy. was. It really, really I was. I saw some other shows talking to Kooky, and part of me was like, get away from my producer. Yeah, that's right. right. That's right. Yeah. We got to keep her in our in, in our stable for sure. Yeah. Got to keep got to keep Kooky happy. Uh, but you know, it was, it, it, again, it was so awesome going out there, meeting other streamers, meeting other podcasts. You know, uh, I think that we're going to see, we're probably going to end up seeing a crossover episode with us in, uh, Phoenix down radio at some point. Probably. Yeah. I think I, that, 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 uh, that meeting went very, very well. Uh, you know, and we got to, you know, we got to meet so many other people. Uh, 10 runs, 10 runs is one that, that stuck out to me. There's uh, a lot of fun to oh, hang yes. out with. Yeah. Ten runs. Ten runs. I love him. Yeah. He was my favorite the He's, first day. Yeah, that was fun. Now, one of the other things that I wanted to uh that I wanted to address was the fact that if you look at a lot of the fan fest pictures, a lot of people drinking screwballs. Yeah, I looked at Wonder who set that trend. It was definitely me. It definitely wasn't. Yeah. I no. I was drinking screwballs, and then everyone else started drinking screwballs. Uh, uh, excuse me. I created the screwball. Thank you very f- much. Shut up. You you're, made, made no, the no, screwdriver. No. Oh, I'm sorry. I made sorry. the screwball. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, thing. screwdriver. Yeah, that's Plus right. Plus a cherry. You guys know what that. makes a screwdriver a screwball, right? A cherry. A cherry. Yeah. No, you got to dip your nuts in it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Actually, no, Kahlo. It's just a cherry. Sure it is. Tell yourself that. It's <laughs> fun. Anyway, uh, so yeah, the the screwdrivers. I I set that trend. The only reason I was drinking screwdrivers was because on the first day, as we're flying out, I'm starting to feel sick. Like I'm starting <laughs> to get starting to get the post nasal drip. I'm starting to feel congested in my chest, and I'm like, I need to kill every germ in my fucking body. Yeah, orange, orange juice is- and vodka. That's it. Orange so, juice for the vitamin C and then vodka to kill the bacteria. That's exactly it. That I was, love it. Yep. That was that was the idea. Just drink yourself healthy. That's going into the medical journals. And and the thing is, is that I look around and suddenly everyone else is drinking the shit, too. I'm like, OK, all right. I guess I'm a trendsetter now. I don't know if you if you know this, but a screwdriver is a fairly popular drink. Yeah. Not among literally every single person that we're hanging out with. Yeah, popular thanks to a Nero. He's the coolest out of all of us, you know. Damn straight. Hey, uh, someone just called me and not through Kooky. Do we want to answer this? I do. We? I, have no, I have no clue who this could possibly be. Are they? Kind of, yeah. So they're, they're, this is, is landline call? Compl- landline call completely surprise random. Call. Yeah. Surprise call. Okay. This is, this is like call, this is caller roulette here. Yeah. yeah. 
This is dangerous. Okay, we we have no idea. No, when we open this line, it is like literally none of us have any idea who this could be. Yes. Okay. All right, caller, you're on the air. How you doing? Welcome to Limit Break Radio. Okay. Who's this? It is the Dank one. How's it going? What up, oh! Dank Vader? How's it going, dude? Good. How about you guys? Great, man. Thanks for calling Limit Break Radio. Fuck, I just wanted to say thank you for that fucking awesome coverage you guys did. Ah, oh, dude, thank you very much. You know, one of the things about the coverage, it, it, in 2014, it was kind of weird when we were thinking about how we wanted to tackle coverage because previous to this, Square Enix was not live streaming any of this. It was pretty much on the community sites to get the information out as quickly and effectively as possible. But with the live stream, we sort of had to rethink our role of what exactly are we presenting? What's the final product? And I, we had a much clearer vision of it this year where we said, okay, you get an idea of, of a little bit what it's like to be at FanFest from the stream, but we're boots on the ground. We want to talk, we, you know, first of all, the, you know, our, our sound, we want to be, sound like it's in the middle of the action. You want to hear all of the hype. You want to hear every cheer, every clap. But, more than that, we want to we want to talk to you. I mean, so much of this show is interacting with you, opening up the phone lines, letting you guys call in, letting you guys voice your opinion and share your view on the show. But, you know, when we go out to FanFest, that I think that our presentation out there should be a reflection of what we do so well all the time here on the show and so it was yeah you know yeah we had our moments of kind of sitting around as a panel and talking about Stormblood and analyzing a lot of these announcements but most of all of the interview clips were talking to you guys you know hmm. yeah you heard sly you heard mtq capture you heard joe in those clips but you also heard a lot of just fan fest attendees and that's really important to us doesn't matter if you know who limit break radio is but the fact that you sit around that you that you take a couple of minutes and let us know how you're feeling at the event yeah. that's that's awesome and 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 i i really appreciate anyone who took the time to say hi and dank i'm 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 very appreciative of uh, your comment that that we did well that you're enjoying the presentation that's important to us because again square enix is doing such a good job providing the live coverage of this that it forces us into a new role and hopefully we're you know that that is pretty clear as you listen to the products but, but the difference between square enix and you guys doing it is square enix is so fucking boring <laughs> and i'm not i want to give you guys that prop because that shit sounded so professionally done oh thanks man and fucking i've it was ridiculous shit, bro. So the music and the way you went on with the editing, how it just flowed. There was no stopgap. There was, it was just, it was dope. I wasn't able to go because this is my first year being a dad. Oh, so congratulations. Thank you. Uh, my kid's seven months, so there's no taking her off to Vegas. No, <laughs> no. That's and, not a, not a great uh, environment for children. You made an adult decision. Yeah, no, that's, that's fair. That's fair. You did, you, you did the responsible thing. Um, anyway, Dank, uh, thanks for calling in. We appreciate it. Unfortunately, we've got to wrap up the show. We're a little bit over time, and we've still uh, we've still got the FFFL to do. But uh, hopefully, oh, no hopefully, in two years at the 20, uh, 2018 Fan Fest, when it will inevitably be announced, because I'm 
positive that it will be. Hopefully, Tank, you'll be able to come out and party with us. And uh, I'm planning at, on it. Vegas is only a three-hour drive from my place. So. There you go. Oh, wow. <laughs> there you go, man. But, uh, all, right. all right, guys. You guys have a good one. Yeah, thanks for calling in, Tank. We appreciate it. Uh, thank you to all of our callers today. It was great hearing from all of you guys, sharing stories, sharing some tinfoil hat theories. Before we go, we got to check in with what's going on in the FFFL. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the FFFL after our one-week break. The dangers of Hurricane Merle Whip subsided this week, and our teams were able to get back on the field, so let's check out what went down. First, a note on the waiver wire. Due to a clerical error, the Verminion Lord's claim on a Nero did not go through in time. I call shenanigans on this. Good. Thank you. Fuck. As this was a league mistake, a Nero has been added to the Verminion Lord's roster, and they will Thanks. still be eligible to make a roster transaction God this week. damn it. <laughs> Mog, motherfucker! Mog will be placed on the waiver wire. I'm placing this this transaction right here. That's why we lost. Thank you. I'm calling shenanigans. You call okay. shenanigans you call then. Yeah. Shenanigans. Call yeah. Your claim of shenanigans is noted. Okay. You never called it. You said I call shenanigans, but you have to actually call out shenanigans. Shenanigans! There, there you go. go. On to last week's results, the Super Senpai Megaforce took down the Melusin Marauders this week, handing them their first loss since acquiring Kooky Persona. It should be noted that the 6% differential was the closest match of the season for the Megaforce. They go to 10-0 while the Marauders fall to 5-5. Titan's Banana Hammock took the win over the Red Wings, much to the surprise of everyone who attended. This included the custodial staff, two homeless people looking for warmth, (laughs) and the three members of the Red Wings who actually showed up to play the game. They fall to 0-10 while the Banana Hammocks go to 7-3. The Chickabos remain in the hunt for the best record as they take down the Edelweiss Avengers this week. The Avengers remain the likely number two seed from the Western Division, but they could still be caught by the Verminion Lords. They go to 6-4 and four as the Chickabos make it to 9-1. and one. Speaking of the Verminion Lords, they took a tough loss to the Balam T-Rexars, who despite Hex. the win, were eliminated from playoff contention this week. The T-Rexars go to 5-5 five and, five and move into the role of spoiler, while the Verminion Lords fall to 4-6. and six. Yeah, how ironic that uh, I don't get my Nero pick. When I play against your team. Yeah. I got eliminated from the playoffs anyway. Well, I didn't get eliminated. No, you didn't. You're what still makes you think that I'm good at this? Like, what makes you He's think that you're 10 God damn it. Lastly, I'm, I'm clearly the worst at the FFFL. Why do you want to draft me? It's just to annoy me. That's correct. To give you a win. And lastly, in an event oh, so pointless, oh, 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 that, uh, uh, you, oh, you, I see what you did there. Rude. <laughs> lastly, in an event so pointless, Square Enix is looking to make a patch out of it. El Negro Grande continued the age-old tradition of pounding Bimbo USA. They move up to four and six, but are also eliminated from playoff contention, whereas Bimbo falls to 0 and 10. Hey, hey, what happened to all my uh, sponsorships? Uh, well, you're almost eliminated from playoff contention. They're starting to drop you. Jesus. (laughs) They were expecting to have a winner. Sorry. Well, no, you have to come up with appropriate sponsorships, like, you know, like like the boss shitty teams. Yeah, the bottom of the barrel for sponsorships. You are now being sponsored by Kamchatka Vodka. (laughs) 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 On the waiver wire this week, we've got Mog. The Marmots juxta killed in 1.0 as part of the Special Marmot Defense Force. Yes, specifically those Marmots. Steiner, Setzer, Ida, Estinian, Bosch, Fang, Riku, and Aerith. And on the waiver wire order, we've got Gordor, Surin, Kahlo, Escalia, Papa Woody, Mad Hatter, Aniro, Nika, Juxta, and Malkythera. 
This week could be one that locks up the playoffs uh, playoffs for our season. Uh, and we'll look up the matchups now, which we'll see the Red Wings head to the Balam T-Rexars to play a game that means absolutely nothing. The Red Wings, however, do get to play in front of a crowd for the first time in a while. So that's uh, nice. Commissioner? Yes. You said Riku's on the waiver wire? Yes. She's on my team. Mm, bummer. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) That's not how this works. Oh, okay. Uh, Wait, is this the Riku from Kingdom Hearts? To make a Nero mad. Yes, it is. The 10-2 Riku. The 10-2 Riku, yeah. Now with 100% more stank. The 10-2 Riku's on my team. That's the picture he's using. (laughs) No, I was talking about Riku from like... uh, No, it's the Riku minion. Uh, recently oh, introduced there. into the game. Oh, okay. There we go. Uh, for, uh, so the Chickabos continue their quest to a Week 12 showdown for the league's best record as they take on Beambo USA and the missing member. The Mellison Marauders travel to the Midgar slums for a must-win game against El Negro Grande. A loss ends their season. Titans Banana Hammock can make it irrelevant, however, if they can travel to the Chaos Shrine and do what no one else has done this year, beating the Super Senpai Megaforce. Yeah, that's not happening. Lastly, the Verminion Lords have a chance to keep their season alive as they welcome the Edelweiss Avengers to the Gold Saucer. A loss means their season is over, whereas a win means they still have a chance next week. Oh, Juxta, make or break. All right, we going to win this, Nero? No. Come on, buddy. Nope. Absolutely not. You'll get no effort from me. Remember to check out LimitBreakRadio.com this Tuesday night for your weekly update in the FFFL. That's right. And uh, Tuesdays is when those uh, polls go up. That's over on Twitter. You can make sure to uh, follow us. That's at LimitBreakRadio if you want to uh, have any sort of influence on the outcome of the FFFL. I got a question. Is the Yida the cutscene Stormblood Yida? (laughs) No. No, she's not. She's 1.0, Ida. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, shit. Reaching back there. I'm really hoping I can find a picture. Find a picture <laughs> you better find a picture. It's going to be tough. Uh, all right. That's going to do it here for Limit Break Radio. Guys, again, thanks for calling up. We appreciate hearing from you. We always appreciate hearing from you. If this has been your first time joining us for Limit Break Radio, thanks for joining a, uh, a later edition than normal of uh, Limit Break Radio. We'll be back at our normal time next week. That's 1 p.m. starting Sundays. That's here at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. Real quick, we got an email this week from a wonderful fan who sent us a lovely story that they wrote we hoping we would read it on the air. Simply don't have time. We do not have time, but I would like to That's tell you, what we're please gonna... look forward to it. No, don't. No, it's coming. No, 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 no. This is happening. No, we don't have to do that. Oh, we can read it together. Oh, that's Daddy. absolutely oh. not what we have to do. It is absolutely going to be no, read on the air. It, no, there is a there is no, no chance that it doesn't happen. No, you guys can do that next week when I'm gone. By the way, no. if we have to, okay. If no. you're if you're gonna be if you're gonna be in uh, in San Antonio uh, this upcoming weekend for Alamo City Comic Con, make sure that you let me know. Limit Break Radio at gmail.com or Limit Break Radio on Twitter. Uh, just let me know that you want to meet up with me or want to, you know, shake my hand or whatever. Punch uh, you in the face. Yeah, whatever, whatever it is. Uh, let me know and uh, I'll make sure to try to uh, meet up with you. Alamo City Comic Con, it's going down this upcoming weekend. I'm really excited to be out there. Although I did just find out that Nolan North canceled, Aww. which sucks because I really was uh, very interested to talk to him. I love Snake. Uh, God oh. damn it. Uh, <laughs> Can this show just be over already? Yes, it oh can. Yes, it is it's over. In your yeah, power. Let's wrap it is so over. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'll be in San Antonio uh, over the weekend. Alamo City, uh, if you're going to be out there, make sure you stop by, say hi. There is a big 
big butthole big announcement that's coming out of alamo city comic-con now if you guys are fans of fan fest if you guys had a good time at fan fest you're gonna want to pay attention to this announcement it's that big it's that big dun, dun, dun. we won't see we know that we won't see fan fest for another two years right so what are you what are you going to do in the year in between hmm. we actually might have something for you hmm. <gasps> can't say anything more than that dun, dun, dun. can't say anything more than that maybe i'll let you guys tell everyone on the show next week maybe maybe oh you're gonna have to get the green light from me because I'll actually be out there and I can ask the people that matter whether or not it's okay to get a green light on this. Okay. It's that level of exciting. It's big. It's big. We've had to keep this a secret for way too long. We're dying. I, it, it really, we've, we've had to keep this under our hat for like seven months. Yeah. It's, it's huge. I mean, again, it's fan fest level huge. Yeah. Big. All right. All right. You're going to have to tune in next week. Please look forward to it. Please look forward to it. It's. It, I'm telling you guys. I'm not. I, I, know, I, I know it sounds like I'm overhyping this, but I'm not. Big deal. It's a really big deal. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in to Limit Break Radio. We appreciate your viewership. We want to thank all almost 300 people that have tuned in over the course of this episode. Again, if this is your first time hanging out, hit that follow button and join us each and every single Sunday starting at 1. Make sure to check out our other show, Final Encountercast. That's over at FinalEncounterCast.com and Twitch.tv slash Final Encountercast. I want to thank my crew, our special guest, Prince Clark... Uh, pl- Clary. Clary. Prince Clartho. The the gatekeeper. The artist formerly known as Prince. Thank you. Seriously, Prince, thanks for uh, hanging out, man. No problem. Uh, And also to my crew, Kyle Olandis, Nika Kayanian, Juxtaposition, and Ascalia Rayumasa. I'm an hero. Keep listening. Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. This episode was produced by Kahlo Landis. Final Fantasy XIV and Aorzi are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Miri Kennett, Captain Failboat, Zurian Urexen, Azura Giacho, Bianca Forwin, Kalina Ashsaber, Thor Carson, My Waifu, Satori Komeji, Darbykins, Sakura-chan, Dark Flux, Null Packer, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. To support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at facebook.com slash Daniel Lambie Metal Gamer. Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at facebook.com slash Husky by the Geek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphics cards and other hardware at diamondmm.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content.